Belair. I'm Maggie Hunter, 680 WCBM News. It's time to listen to you, the listeners. Go to WCBM.com and vote in WCBM's latest poll. It's fun, fast, and lets us know that you want more from WCBM.com. Baltimore is listening. The excitement is real as legal sports betting hits home with BetMGM. Take the winning shot and join the action at WCBM.com or on the WCBM mobile app. It's time to bet, play, and win with BetMGM. King Classic Live starts now on Talk Radio 680 WCBM and 99.9 FM in Harford County. All right, good morning. Uh, a fresh week. You get to start over, be productive. As I sometimes say, if you're listening to WCBM and you have been all morning, then guess what? You're already on the right track. I do want to go ahead and correct the record here. Uh, the resistance report with delegates Kathy Shulega and Ryan Naraki, that is at 9.30 every Monday morning. And I know I said the first Monday, so I wanted to make sure I correct the record. They'll be here every Monday morning at 9.30 a.m. on Kim Classic Live. And they're going to give us basically the rundown for the week. Okay? This is what we should expect to see in Annapolis. And I love the fact that they are also willing to listen to you and take questions. And so while they're here, again, they'll be here at 9.30. Uh, you can call in if you are shy. It's okay. I was shy pretty much all my life. You can also uh, text me through the text line. Uh, if you go to the App Store, download the WCBM app. You can text me live in studio, and I will get your question uh, for delegates Kathy Shalega and Ryan DeRocky. And so, again, they're just telling us what we can expect and where the Republicans, I'm sure, are leading, uh, you know, what their stances are. I do want to go over again. Uh, the five bills that they're going to be introducing or, you know, yeah, f- I think is it five bills total or is it one bill with five uh, points on it? But it's about the juvenile crisis, a juvenile cry, cry, crime crisis, I should say. And I just want to go over that one more time. And I have a question. I don't know about you, but I would think the easiest way to tackle this right out the gate is to repeal what they put on the books last session. Uh, the Child Interrogation Act, and the Juvenile Justice Reform Act. And so even though, you know, the Republicans are countering it with the five points, I wonder if we can just repeal for now and then then go forward with what uh, they want to make sure they have implemented. I, we'll see what happens. I just know for us Republicans, we don't have the majority in, the, in Annapolis. And uh, gosh, it hurts my soul, which I'm sure it hurts yours as well. But I want to make sure that we get this done. And I know you guys want to as well. So again, at 930, we'll be joined by Delegate Kathy Shulega and Ryan Rocky, And it is the Resistance Report every Monday at 930 a.m. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, also, uh, I just want to tell you the kind of week that I'm having, or I'll say the weekend. If you follow me on Twitter, you probably saw that I was hacked over the weekend. And I just want to remind everybody, if you have social media, Make sure you have, uh, I guess you could say, not just like a backup email where you can try to go in, you know, speak to the uh, social site and say, hey, this is my backup email. Here's my phone number. Let's change this password. Let's change this email through this email. Uh, You need uh, two points of verification. All of those great things. Get on your apps and do it now. Because apparently I did not have that on my Twitter app and I was hacked. And wouldn't you believe the hacker changed my email, changed my phone number, kicked me completely out. And as I contacted Twitter, because customer service, you know, these social platforms is already tough. I contacted Twitter. I got a message back saying, sorry, we can't help you. (laughs) And I was like, in my, I was like, no, right. And this happened on Saturday. 
And I was like, I guess, you know, it is what it is, right? It's like, look, I can't cry. I should have done more to protect my account. I cannot cry about it. Of course, immediately what I did is I called my bank uh, to make sure that my my bank card was not connected to it. Thank goodness it was not. Uh, But, you know, I finally was able to get a hold of someone. And it's only because I have a friend of, you know, that, that actually works at Twitter headquarters now. If I did not have that friend, I would not have a Twitter account. Okay, and I I use Twitter, I think, the most out of all my social media platforms. And it was sad because as I'm watching the hacker post all these different things about Bitcoin and all, all the stuff that I would never post about, I see some of, uh, some of the uh, followers on this account actually interacting with the hacker. And it's like, I want to say something, but I can't, right? Because I have no voice. I want to be like, look, do not interact with this person. So I went to Instagram, and I posted on my Instagram story. I was like, look, no matter what, do not interact with my Twitter right now because it has been hacked. Uh, And then finally, I got a hold of uh, my friend that works at Twitter, and he's like, all right, let's reset everything. Meanwhile, I still can't get in it right this moment. I got into it a little bit last night. Uh, but this morning, I got another email saying that I needed a different email because that email is not one that they want to use. So <laughs> it, this has been a disaster, okay, already of a morning. But hopefully I'll get back in my Twitter account again. But I say all this because if you don't have your social accounts uh, really secure, and I say, I say, you know what, even change your passwords every now and again because these hackers, they are good. They are so good. I mean, just imagine kicking out all of my information, and you would think that they would need my confirmation from my email or the text number or whatever. Nope. They bypassed all of that and still was able to get into my Twitter account and kick me completely out. So, again, just make sure it's secure. The last thing you want. I mean, it's a headache. It really is a headache. Uh, we are going to talk a lot today about the culture at DJS. I talked about that a little bit on the morning drive with Sean Casey and Bruce Elliott. Uh, I think the fact that uh, State Attorney Ivan Bates said that there is a culture there that uh, Secretary Vincent Chiraldi is dealing with uh, that might be part of the issue, uh, you know, that just rang alarm bells for me. And we are going to discuss that. Uh, Also, uh, I wanted to talk about, uh, starting out here, the parked cars at a church just yesterday morning that were broken into... And then one of those cars actually stolen. Did you ever think that there would come a time where you went to church and your car was stolen right out of the parking lot? Or that you you went to church and as you come out hearing a nice sermon about forgiveness, hearing about uh, the Lord... I know I know. I was in church yesterday. Uh, the sermon was about uh, him coming down and, and making sure that we were all exactly who we were in the image of God. And I couldn't imagine walking out of church. And, of course, I had my daughter with me yesterday. Walking out of church and my car window busted or my car not being there at all. Well, for some, that actually happened yesterday. Now, first and foremost, I do want to say, before we get into this, I thought it was interesting because there were a lot of people commenting on the story on Instagram, and there were a lot of uh, older gentlemen that pointed out that things that used to be off-limits as far as the crime and violence in the greater Baltimore area are no longer off-limits. Kids used to be off-limits. Women used to be off-limits. Senior citizens used to be off-limits. For the most part, and this is, you know, people pointing this out, for the most part, uh, those dealing with homelessness or struggling with addiction 
Usually they were off limits. They are no longer off limits. Okay? And now you can't even go to church without thinking that somebody could possibly break into your car and, in fact, steal it. Well, of course, uh, every news network has a story. This is uh, on Fox 45's website. It says, around noon on Sunday, Baltimore police officers responded to the 900 block of East Preston Street. And uh, they were there at Mount Sinai Baptist Church, where several vehicles were broken into and one stolen. Again, could you imagine going into praise the Lord and this happening? Now, police say the break-ins happened while members were inside the building. This is an ongoing investigation. I would think at Sinai, I would, I would think, I would think they have cameras there. But you know what? There are cameras everywhere. And sometimes we will see these individuals on camera, and they will have, like, the black mask over their face, or they're wearing all black clothing. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but it's very hard to tell who's who. They, a lot of the, the juveniles that are causing all this chaos, is it just me, or do they all have a similar build? Right? They all have a similar build. They have, like, the scrawny chicken legs. And I, and I, I say this because it, it really is alarming. Like, you know, when I was growing up, Teenage uh, guys, whether they're, you know, 14, 15, 16, yeah, yeah, they're still growing into their bodies or whatever. But for some reason, the look, even when they're older here in Baltimore City, and I don't know if you notice it, it's like, you know, nobody goes to the gym and, do, and does leg day. Do you, do you notice this? Why are they so thin? And why isn't anybody lift weights anymore? <laughs> like, I, I look at it, I'm thinking, you know what? If, if a juvenile today came up to me and was like, give me all you got. And they didn't have a weapon in their hand. I might take my chances. I might. I know it sounds awful, but I might take my chances. These kids look like they weigh about 105 pounds soaking wet. I'm thinking, look, I'm, I'm going to outrun them, right? The, the jeans hanging down off their butts. I mean, they're not going to be able to run fast or far. So they need a belt, all of them. I might be able to outrun them, but at the same time, I might actually be able to take one of these kids down. I, I don't know what it is today. Well, anyways, you know, back to this. Uh, just imagine coming out of church, your car is broken into, your car is stolen, and again, nobody is off limits anymore. No one. And I just wonder, you know, when we hear about Mayor Scott and all these people saying, oh, crime and violence is down, everything is down, Johnny Oshesky out of Baltimore County, yeah, everything's better. I'm going to compare my numbers to my numbers. <laughs> Things are better, Right? But really, nobody feels as though things are better. And this is going to be something that Mayor Scott is going to have to deal with. As I was sitting in church yesterday, I just wanted to uh, point out some of the things that I heard uh, from uh, my pastor yesterday. Uh, as I was sitting there and I was listening, uh, I'm one of those people that takes notes in church. And many of you probably are as well. Because sometimes you hear things and it's just like, wow, that is so relatable. That is so true. And now, you know, it, it brings a little bit of clarity for some of the things that you used to think about or even think about presently. And, uh, you know, the pastor said that uh, he was very happy that the Lord turned his disadvantages into advantages. And I have to tell you, I never thought about it like that before. Like, you know, growing up and understanding exactly what, you know, I went through in life or things that happened in life, I always thought, all right, right, this is a disadvantage, but you know what, I'm going to make sure that I focus on my strengths. But but the pastor's right, right? You can change your disadvantages into advantages. And I do believe if they really, truly wanted to rehabilitate these juveniles, 
that are out of control. I really do believe that they can get to them. But I don't know about you, but I feel like it's going to have to take more than just DJS. It's going to have to take more than just repealing some of those laws that are on the books. And if they really want, you know, these so-called wraparound services, again, I never get a great detail on what those services are. But I would think, I would think making these juveniles go to church every Sunday or maybe go to Bible study every Tuesday, I wonder if just putting some faith in these boys would help the situation. Because as, as I look at it now, I understand that a lot of these kids, they're down on their luck. They come from horrible backgrounds. Their parents basically non-existent. Uh, their mom could be existent, but, uh, you know, unfortunately, she's not a great mother. And I think, okay, that's your disadvantage. But if, if we were to put them in a setting where they can learn how to thrive, they can learn how to be successful, right? Because, again, what are the wraparound services? When we hear from people like Councilman Z. Cohen, he says, oh, well, they have trauma. So they need therapy for their trauma. Well, what does that entail? Because I still never hear anybody talking about, you know, faith. Meanwhile, many people know the keys to success are what? God, education, a solid family structure, going to work and working hard, a good work ethic, having the motivation, discipline, right? It goes back to those core values that we talked about last week. If we're not instilling those core values, how do we expect to get out of any of this? I don't think we will. You see, those kids that decided to steal a car at a church parking lot or to to break into cars in a church parking lot, those kids obviously don't have any morals or any values. That is very clear. And so if since that is so clear, what are we going to do to actually rectify the situation? Because I don't think it's going to be government that will do this. Now, can they help? Sure, because they put awful laws in the books that need to be repealed. But other than that, I think a lot of government is how we got here. And so government isn't going to solve the issue. We have to solve this issue. And so I do wonder, I really do, what are we going to do to get God and faith back in these kids' lives? What are we going to do? To make sure that they do have a family structure, a solid family. And sometimes it's not going to be their blood relatives, right? Sometimes it's going to be a situation where the father's in prison. The mother is, you know, strung out on drugs. She's never home. Sometimes it's going to take a situation where there's going to be a young man or a young woman that's going to have to be in some kind of home. Where there is a solid family structure and a focus on God and a focus on education. And honestly... When you do those things, when you talk about the Bible, when you go forward with that message, I think that the discipline and the work ethic comes along with it. And I think that you can make successful kids out of all these chaotic kids currently on the streets of Baltimore. But they're not talking about that. Do you notice that? They're not talking about faith. They're not talking about families. They're really not talking about education. If they were, they would do something about CEO Sonia Santelisa set public schools down. What do we do? What does it take? All right, coming up next, we'll continue this conversation. Also, uh, don't forget, we've got uh, Delegate Kathy Shalega and Delegate Ryan DeRocky joining us in studio. And uh, it's for the resistance report. And these are some of the questions I can ask them as well. You know, what are we doing? Yes, we have our legislators in Annapolis, but what are we doing to make sure that these kids finally get out of the criminal justice system? 
I just don't see it. We'll discuss more coming up next. Hey, it's Sean Casey here with my good friend Vinny Steele with your home sold guaranteed realty, Maryland and Pennsylvania's real estate expert. Vinny, I know with a shortage of housing inventory, there's been a trend of investors and real estate agents making big promises to would-be sellers and then beating the seller up after the ink is dried to get the price down. Yeah, Sean, as the market shrinks, we're seeing this more and more because investors and real estate agents know that there are sellers out there that will go with the person that tells them the highest price. That's a very stressful way to sell a home. We make it really simple by providing an upfront written guaranteed price. And if your home sells for less than the guaranteed price, we pay you the difference in cash. I like that. Simple without all the guesswork. Eliminate the risk and just focus on helping them get the most amount of money. That's right, Sean. An upfront written guaranteed price or we pay you the difference. To get your guaranteed price today, call or text me at 410-709-7515. That's 410-709-7515 or visit vinnystio.com. When you move to assisted living, what do you get? At some places you get tricked, hoodwinked, ripped off, duped, swindled, even hornswoggled. At Lorian Assisted Living, you don't get that. You get transparent pricing, no surprises, and you get 24-hour licensed nursing on site. Not every place has that. Try the Lorian Pricing Calculator. Know what to expect in five easy clicks. Visit LorianMakesSense.com. That's LorianMakesSense.com. Lorian makes assisted living make sense. The Rob Carson Show. I hate sitting here and watching our country be destroyed in slow motion. It's ridiculous how difficult they've made it to just defend us. We see it. Millions of people coming across the border. Military aged men. No families. No wives. No kids. Coming across the border. Military aged men from countries around the world. 23,000 from China. Are you out of your mind? The Rob Carson Show. Weekdays. Noon to three on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Oh, all right. Stay tuned because we will be joined by Delegate Kathy Shalega, Delegate Ryan DeRocky in just a little bit. They're going to give us the resistance report. Again, this is every Monday starting today at 9.30 a.m. And I love it. I want to know exactly what's going on in Annapolis. I want to know what to expect. And I want you to be able to ask questions as well. So when they get in here, don't forget, you can call 410-WCBM-680. That's 410-922-6680. You can also text me through the text line as well. Uh, because, it, look, this this involves all of us, okay? And uh, this was their idea, by the way. This was their idea, and it's a good idea. And they're looking for ways to better engage with you, the public, Right. I mean, think about it. This is what we want from everyone in Annapolis. If only they would do such a thing. All right. We were talking about the fact that there were juveniles that decided. I know they're not saying that they're juveniles as of yet. Well, let's be honest. Let's be honest. The cars were broken into. One car stolen off of a church parking lot in the city just yesterday around noon. So sad. Are you So sad indeed. And we even know, we know what it's like to have your car window busted or your car, you know, just burglarized in, in general. You know, you spend money on that, too. That costs money, and who knows how much damage they did. And so, again, nobody's off limits. I got uh, Karen in Baltimore. Karen, what are we going to do with these juveniles? Uh, yeah, it's sad, Kim, and thank you uh, for uh, hearing my uh, response. Uh, I wanted to suggest that one, and because you were talking about wraparound services, well, one uh, kind of wraparound service is a gentleman, Karen Miles, who has a program. He's had this program for several years, uh, mentoring male teens in the hood. 
And this is one of the uh, projects or uh, um, organizations, not a real big organization, that Mayor Scott could have funded with the money because he is helping young male, black males in the hood at New Shiloh Baptist Church in the city, and a lot of them have gone on be, uh, to become uh, college graduates. Oh. And this is uh, something that uh, he's been doing for years. So I, if you have a chance to look up his organization, uh, maybe have him on to, to tell how he works with these young men. He takes them on college tours. Uh, they meet, I think, almost weekly. Uh, and he tries to uh, bring in people that work, that can help them, you know, give them something to look forward to. So uh, Cameron Miles, mentoring male teens in the hood. Mentoring uh, male teens. And I think that uh, he has a program that's proven to work, doesn't get a lot of money, uh, uh, you know, contributions for the most part, and he's been around for several years. So that is one way. Uh, and I'm sure there are other organizations that just don't get any mention, no money, and they're doing the best they can on shoestring budgets and contributions. Wow, Karen. Thank you so much. And I just thank took you, note Kim. of this. No, thank you. I appreciate you. Uh, Happy New Year. And thank you for sharing that information. So I got Cameron Miles uh, with Mentoring Male Teens in the Hood at New Shiloh Baptist Church. I'm going to reach out to Cameron and see if we can get him on the show. I mean, that's what it's going to take, honestly. It's going to take mentors. It is. But I do I do hope to see, you know, I know, and a lot of people will say, well, you don't want to, you know, you want to separate, uh, you know, the fact that, sure, you might have your religion, you might be a Christian, you might, you know, be non-Christian, but, like, is at the same time, when you think about the values, when you think about the Bible, when you think about what is taught, uh, even at, at Sunday school, you would think that that is something that we would want to introduce some of these juveniles to, because I think, honestly... The less and less we see of God, the more and more we see of the crime and violence. And maybe that's just me. I got Bill and Owings Mills. Bill, you wanted to weigh in? Happy New Year. How are you? Happy New Year. Um, I'm looking at what you have right now, and I like the things that you're saying. However, um, you know, it seems like you can't get away from, you know, some of the things that these people do to you. I was on the subway recently minding my business. Going and come, that's all I want to do is go to my job, do the best I can, and come home in one piece. Uh, I had an individual that, you know, um, fell asleep on the subway just like the homeless do. And he got up and wondered where his stop was. And he's screaming at everybody out of control. He's yelling at me and the guy behind me. I'm not really sure. He doesn't know where he's at. He wants to know what his stop is. And uh, he, he said, West Cold Spring Lane. And, I don't know who he is. He's yelling at everybody. And when he didn't get his answer, somebody way in the back screamed at him. He turned around towards me or whoever. I don't, I don't talk to people that scream like that out of control. Right. He had the nerve to spit on me. Wow. I felt it hit the back of my head. That's assault. Yeah. My point is, I've never had this happen before. I thank God it could have been worse. Um, you know, the problem is it's going to end. It's going to take brute force, I'm sorry to say, to get these. People under control. They have, they make they they're juveniles, but they make adult decisions, and they need to take the adult penalties. Yeah. The problem is we have a mayor that does nothing, and um, they, you know, these people keep getting. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Mayor Scott was elected again. Oh, I don't say that, works. Bill. I hope not. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> the problem is the problem is is that they close schools, but. Uh, 
you know, to teach these people, uh, what do you call it, vocations, something to be turned around to be productive. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, and, and Bill, I, I see it happening. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Bill. Thank you so much for sharing. And I think that help, that helps too, right? The trade schools, you know. And look, Bill is right. Some of these kids do need brute force. Coming up next, the Resistance Report. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason. An Israeli airstrike has killed a high-ranking Hezbollah commander in southern Lebanon, the latest in an escalating exchange of attacks along the border, raising the fears of a wider Mideast war. Secretary of State Blinken is in the region hoping that diplomacy can prevent that from happening. Congressional leaders agree on a blueprint to fund the federal government beyond the middle of the month. Totaling nearly $1.6 trillion could face stiff opposition from some lawmakers who want deeper spending cuts, along with a crackdown on illegal immigration. Parts of the Northeast are busy shoveling and scraping their way out from the snow and ice left by a nor'easter over the weekend. Some parts of New England got more than a foot of snow. Many questions being raised about the hospitalization of Defense Secretary Austin, why the Pentagon didn't tell the National Security Council or Congress for days. This is SRN News. <sighs> Life of a small business owner. Keeping the lights on, calling all the shots, checking all the boxes. But don't be fooled by all that income. It's still about waking up too early, interrupting your life with that thing that is your small business. And then there's workplace accidents. People are busy, they're distracted, they're tired, and they always have something new to deal with. 500-degree ovens, fresh concrete in a three-foot trench, relentless thorns in a bouquet of bougainvilleas, rusty nails, clouds of sawdust. Danger lurks around every corner. What are workers going to do? How can your employees feel like they're covered in case of an accident? Despite your best efforts, workplace accidents can happen. But there is an easy way to keep your employees covered. Talk to your agent about workers' comp coverage from Pi or go to piinsurance.com and get a quote. Safety first, then Pi Insurance. Individual rates, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to policy terms and conditions. Not available in all states and situations. Today is the calm before the storm. Heavy rain and gusty winds starting tomorrow into tomorrow night. But today, we're dry. Partly cloudy, 48. Tomorrow, widespread rain. One to two inches of rain possible. Flooding is a concern. Windy day as well, 58. Wednesday, though, only a slight chance of a shower, 50 the high. I'm meteorologist Terry Smith from the Weather Channel. For Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Progressive Insurance is making it easy to save money. When you bundle your auto policy with home, condo, or renters, you'll earn a multi-policy discount. Easy to bundle, easy to save. Visit Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. We're here with Ryan Herbert of ProStatus Financial Advisors Group here in the Maryland, D.C. area and host of the Savvy Investor radio show and podcast. Ryan, you get to be about 55 and a half and older and you know you need a few things. You need a financial advisor, you need a CPA, and you need an estate planning attorney. And you want them all talking to each other so they're working for me, for us. And that's hard to do. Yeah, that's the hardest thing, simply getting them on the phone, let alone getting them to talk to each other. And most importantly, above anything else, is getting them to agree on a strategy. You know, that's the most important thing is coming up with an estate plan that works with your financial plan, coming up with a plan for taxes that works with your financial plan and making sure all of them are doing the same thing. Because if you're working with three different people, you're driving to one side of town to see your estate planning attorney, Mm -hmm. you're driving across the other side of town to see your CPA, and then you're going to see your financial advisor, 
making sure that all of them work together is the hardest part. And that is why we bring it all under one roof with ProStatus Financial. So for the next five callers that are truly serious, why not take the steps now to protect everything that you've worked so hard for? I encourage you to give us a call at 866 597 1040 and sit down with Mike, myself, and a member of our team here at ProStatus, and we'll put together your very own comprehensive retirement plan that you need to have all in one place. This is the model that Ryan Herbert, Mike Kinnett, and their team at ProStatus Financial have built. So for the next five callers with $500,000 or more saved for retirement, congratulations. And as Ryan said, they're going to sit down with you personally and create your step-by-step plan for a successful retirement. Call ProStatus now, 866-597-1040. That's 866-597-1040. And at thesavvyinvestorradio.com. Advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Forget about Macy's, Kohl's, or Target. The real deal for merchandise is at the WCBM store. Go to WCBM.com, that's WCBM.com, and explore the wide range of goods that we have for our WCBM listeners, like mugshot tees, hoodies, duffel bags, and so much more. Explore our unique collection and get some of our swag. Get yours now and own a piece of the conversation at the WCBM store, WCBM.com. It is now time for the resistance report. I'm so excited about this because many of you call in. We talk about Annapolis all the time. We don't usually have the inside. What do you call that? Insider trading? Is that what they call it? Or insider baseball, maybe? Yeah, yeah insider baseball. Yeah, that's right, what right, it is. Right. Yeah, we don't want to do insider trading. Yeah, we're no. not insider yeah. trading. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> we don't want to do that. Only Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, that's a Nancy thing. Yes. So I'm really excited this morning. We're, we're joined by Delegate Kathy Schlega and Delegate Ryan Naraki. And uh, you guys have been working hard. If you don't always show, uh, follow them on social media, please do, because you guys are always in the community. And I think that's why this is so special, because you actually care about what the constituents think and what they want. What made you do the resistance report? Well, I've been down there. This is my, um, I guess, 14th year in Annapolis. Time flies wow. when you're having fun. <laughs> and I'm so, so thrilled to be joined by Ryan Naraki, Delegate Naraki. We are just a, a great team. It's his second session. He's like a shiny new penny. And, um, you know, we, we know people really want to know what's going on in Annapolis. And it's clouded by, you know, you do a great job, uh, WCBM covers things, but the media at large is an ostrich with their head in the sand. So we thought it would be great to reach people directly, and we appreciate you letting us come on to be with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, Kim, for... I know it's going to shock you and your listeners, but sometimes things in Annapolis aren't as transparent as they could be. <laughs> you don't say. Yeah. I mean, it, it, Delegate Kathy Schlega, Kathy can tell you, it was just a few years ago that we got cameras uh, down in the legislature, right? People didn't want uh, that, that business that's going on down there to even be on a camera. Right. It uh, took me so. years. That, that's probably my proudest thing I've done in my 14, 13 years going into 14 is cameras on the floor. It took me years. That was my bill. Yes. I fought hard. Mike Huff um, in the Senate and myself in the House. And finally, finally, they can.
consented, and then COVID happened the next year. Yeah. So, you know, we, we had to have it at that point. But, yeah, what, what were they hiding? I'll tell you what they were hiding. When they raised the alcohol tax by 50%, it came in on Friday night at 11 p.m. Yeah. That's yeah. what they were hiding. Wow. Absolutely. No, I'm glad you guys are doing this. Again, the resistance report will be every Monday at 9.30 a.m. So if you're listening to the morning drive, don't go anywhere. Continue to listen. Uh, you know, first and foremost, obviously, we were just talking about the juvenile crime. Uh, this has been the talk of the town. And I think only Republicans have really introduced anything that might solve the problem. And that is for the Juvenile Justice Reform Act and then the Child Interrogation Act. What do you guys have on the table? So uh, the juvenile crime issue, what, let me step back for a second to say that it's the number one thing we hear, period, when we yeah. go to any community association. When, uh, I was at a, a breakfast over the weekend with a, uh, the teachers union here in Baltimore County. They're talking about it. It's inside of the schools. Um, and for me, the biggest problem with all these reform issues uh, has been not only do we not track, right? So, so don't let them lie to you when they tell you that juvenile crime is down all across the state. That's because we're not reporting what the crime was, right? Yeah. We're not tracking. It. Um, the other side of it is these kids are not getting services, and and so we need to make sure that that they're able to get those services. So, Kathy, you want to talk about a little bit about our agenda? That's uh, we've got like twenty four bills that are coming up. Right. Wow. <laughs> yes. So, you know, we're we're trying to repeal the reforms that they made. They okay, were great. terrible reforms, yeah. right? So, the first thing, uh, Delegate Nick Kipke and I are leading the charge on the bill that will restore penalties to juveniles. Anybody under 13 is no longer charged for a crime unless it's murder or first-degree rape. That's crazy. You know, just in Baltimore County, they caught that, what, 11-year-old that had stolen 18 cars? Yeah. And, you know, they just released him to his parent because that's all they could do. So, you know, it's crazy. We need these juveniles are uh, out of control when they're stealing 18 cars. So we have to first protect the public. But secondly, get services to these kids. What they're doing with these, quote, reform measures they made was create adult criminals when you don't take the opportunity to address their antisocial behavior when they're kids. So we're going to do that. Um, Ivan Bates and um, Aisha Braveboy, state's attorneys from the city in Prince George's County, have some great ideas on the interrogation bill. They passed a bill that said kids involved in crimes, whether they're a witness or actually involved in the crime, cannot talk to police without an attorney there completely waiving their ability to waive their, you know, in the Miranda rights to say, I know I'm allowed to talk to police. No, they can't talk to police. Obviously, that prohibits a lot of crime solving. So, um, you know, those are two things right off the bat I know that we're going to jump in and and try to change. Nice. Well, we had Senator Jill Carter on the show after those bills went into effect. Uh, And that's, you know, Juvenile Justice Reform, of course, Child Interrogation Act. And she was telling us that many of these kids, their minds are not developed yet. She said they're not developed until they're about 25 years old. And I thought, really? That's interesting. But then also, it seemed to me that they want to ask for more money. Do you get the feeling that a lot of this is because the juvenile services or system, the budget was cut at one point in time under the Hogan administration? Do you think this is a money issue as well as the wraparound services and changing the culture at DJS? 
Yeah, it, it is not a money issue in Annapolis. Okay. Right? If you look back over the past decade or so, uh, our budget has almost doubled uh, in Annapolis, right? So it is, I don't know any business that over the past you know decade has had their, their operating budget double. And, and when we're talking about doubling, we're talking about in the billions here, right? Not not yeah. in, you know, hundreds of thousands or even millions of dollars. Uh, this this current budget is, is, this past year was almost $64 billion for the state of Maryland. We're talking big, big dollars. So it is not uh, a funding issue. Uh, it is a, a, a prioritization of how they're spending those funds issue is what it is. Um, there is more than enough money to pay for all of these things that, that they want to do. Um, unfortunately, in Annapolis, the, the solution always is just to say, well, let's just tax more. That, that's that's always the answer. Let's just tax more. There's not enough money. Um, and, and that's just the wrong approach. That's gotten us where we are currently, where we're now uh, in a, a this year, we're going to have a couple hundred million dollar budget deficit. If you look in the out years, it balloons out to, to billions of dollars uh, wow. in the out years uh, because they, they can't get themselves to get around their spending problem in Annapolis. It's, it, but it's not a money problem. It's not. Wow. So Senator Bill Ferguson, Governor Westmore, we've been hearing that they want to put more funding into DJS. But, I mean, if it's not a funding issue, I don't know why we keep hearing this talking point. Along the the lines of the budget, what is going on with the budget in Annapolis? Yes, it it is... um the you know dark cloud looming over Annapolis is the fact that ooh they might have to you know rein in spending. Yeah. So people need to remember, a government cut is not a government cut. So when we have a budget, you know if if we have to cut our budget, you know we're making fifty thousand dollars a year and we need to cut our expenses back to equal fifty thousand or less a year in government talk. If they had 50, they're going to ask for 55, and when they get 52, that's a cut because it's a decrease in the increase. So just remember, when government bureaucrats talk about cuts, it's usually not real cuts. It's not true cuts. So uh, Ryan's right. Uh, when I came into office, the budget was $32 billion, and it is now almost $64 billion. And I've been there a little over a decade. So, you know, yes, they need cuts. We need to flat fund the government or reduce. I mean, reduce would be our priority and our preference, but it's Annapolis, and Democrats run it. So, right. you know, getting them to say, you know, every, every department come in with 10% cut except for public safety, yeah. you know, corrections, the, the, you know, key things that we need to make sure are happening. One of the big problems, Kim, we took all this COVID money a couple of years ago uh, and from the, from the federal government. And instead of taking that money and putting it into capital expenses, right, like new bridges, new roads, whatever, we put it into operating expenses. So now we created all these new programs that have to be funded forever, you know, potentially, uh, with without all this extra federal money coming in uh, every year. It was very poor management uh, of the budget in that regard. Wow. Well, hopefully you guys can get it done. Like you pointed out, uh, Democrats kind of run everything up there. But I love the fact that you guys are fighting so hard for us. Please know that you are appreciated. We talk about it all the time. Uh, before we get into the flying wing, I do want to talk about that. I do want to take this phone call here because Linda and Towson has been waiting on the line patiently. Linda, did you have a question? I do. Um, I'm calling concerning the Save a Senior campaign. It's United We Matter. Um, the retired state employees have lost or will be losing their prescription coverage program once they turn 65. My question is, how can the state do this, but yet the General Assembly voted to give 
free health care to legal immigrants that us, the taxpayers, are going to be paying. It was passed last year. Governor Moore signed it into law. The bill was SB 806. So how come the state employees that have retired or haven't retired yet have to fight in court to get the prescription coverage back that they earned? I only took the job with the state for the coverage when I retire. So Linda, care, prescription. Linda, you're right. Thanks for calling in. Uh, first, the uh, free health care for illegal immigrants passed the House and it did not pass the Senate. So um, it is coming back. We will see that this year. Okay. Um, but this prescription drug issue, um, absolutely, you're right. I have co-sponsored that bill for a number of years. The state of Maryland made a promise to its employees on retirement you would have these benefits. And then they changed it. And they said, uh, you know, we'll continue with the health insurance supplement, but regarding your prescription drugs, you have to get Medicare prescription drugs. And then they created a pool of money to help in supposedly ensure that they would stay whole, retirees. Um, you're right, Linda. They should have kept the promise. I've co-sponsored the bill, but I'll go back and tell you that if the leadership in Annapolis does not want you to keep that benefit, you are not going to get it. So I, I encourage you and other retirees every year, call the Speaker, call the Senate President, and ask them to keep the promise they made to retirees. All right, Linda, thank you so much for the phone call. I appreciate you, and thank you so much for uh, responding to that. I did, again, want to talk about the flying wing. If you're just joining us, we're joined by Delegate Kathy Shalega and Delegate Ryan Rocky, and this is the Resistance Report coming to you every Monday at 9.30 a.m. on Kim Classic Live. Tell me about the flying wing, okay? I live not too far from Martin State Airport, okay? This is this is big, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we have something called the A-10 Warthogs that, that fly out of Martin State Airport. I'm sure anyone that's been to a Ravens game or anything like that has seen them fly over the stadium when we do uh, the national anthem. Um, but they are our flight flying wing for the Maryland National Guard, period. The only one in the state. Right. Um, we are in a situation where the, the national... Uh, the Air Force has said nationally, not not the Guard, uh, that they are going to get rid of the A-10s. So if we get rid of the A-10s, that means there's no uh, flighter, f- fighter mission there at the airport. And if that happens, we're talking about 500 and so direct jobs that are gone, um, many, many more indirect jobs, uh, many millions of dollars to the community uh, there uh, from all the uh, defense spending that occurs there, um, not only on the guard side, but also there's a, a commercial airport there at Martin State Airport, right? The the commercial airport is propped up by the defense spending there, the, the fire department, the police, all that sort of stuff that occurs there is because of the DOD. Um, and not only that, we would be the only state in the country uh, with a, a guard, a fighter, fighter wing at that point, without one. We'd be the only one. Uh, this close to Washington, D.C., it just doesn't make sense to Kathy and I. And so we've been kind of screaming to anyone that will listen uh, about it. Um, Kathy, you want to talk about some of the stuff that we've been doing maybe to, to try to keep the, the wing there? Sure. First, you know, it's it's not just the airplanes and, you know, the flight history out of Middle River, you know, the World War II effort, the, the history going back with the Glen L. Martin Company. Um, but currently... The unique personnel that work at the guard, at work at the 175th um, flight wing, are amazing. And they're top, like in the entire country. 
the people that work there are really top line and they live in the community they live in middle river baltimore county um you know all the way up to pennsylvania but they're local people that are serving to to keep our country safe to keep our state safe and um so losing that would be obviously just a huge detriment to our county and our state uh delegate and rocky and i have talked to anyone who will listen to us uh we even talked to ben carden chris van holland (laughs) dutch rupert like andy harris go down the list and um, we're going to try to get an appointment with governor westmore we know it's on his list you know this is nonpartisan. this is for the greater good for security of our state our nation and also for our community yeah and, and uh this week you know we go into session on wednesday uh delegate schlage and i are going to offer a resolution uh hopefully that will pass through the entire legislature encouraging our federal partners you know our, our congressmen and senators yeah. uh to take action and, and to keep the fighter wing here uh in maryland well let me ask you this uh you know is there a way that we the people can get involved you know is there people that we should be calling or writing emails to to help Absolutely. So uh, one of the things we're going to launch this week is a petition. Okay. Right? Well, and so we'll get you all that information, Kim. We would love to get as many signatures as possible to keep uh, our wing here. Uh, but we should also be having conversations with, you know, Senator Cardin, Senator Van Hollen, Congressman Ruppersberger, Congressman Harris. Um, I want to make clear, though, that they, all, all those guys have, have said and they are supportive. They, they, oh, nice. want, they want to keep it here as well. Okay. Uh, but they are the ones that ultimately have to bring that pressure on to the president to keep, you know, that, that wing here in Maryland. Okay, great, great. Before we uh, go to break here, I do want to take this one caller. I've got Rob in Middle River. Rob, you had a question? Yes. Uh, this is uh, something that I heard last week on the uh, Pat McDonough show, and they discussed the uh, terrible uh, gas mileage tax bill. Can you please elaborate on that? I, I think this is terrifying. Yeah, absolutely, Rob. So we in Annapolis, of course, like I talked about earlier, have a spending problem, but we also have an electric vehicle problem, right? And so every electric vehicle, whether it's a car, truck, heavy truck, whatever it is on the road, is not paying uh, the gas tax. Now, the gas tax is how we fund, um, how we mostly fund uh, transportation infrastructure in Maryland, whether it's roads, bridges, um, even even the MTA buses get funded by the gas tax. Uh, so there have been all kinds of wild proposals that would put uh, tracking devices, Potentially in your car, things like that that would that would track the amount of mileage uh, that you're driving instead of paying for uh, that tax when you're at the pump uh, if you're an electric vehicle. Um, Kathy and I are, are very concerned about any of those kinds of ideas of you know putting devices uh, to track where we're going and you know all that sort of stuff right. because you know we could see how that could be utilized in all kinds of not great ways uh, you know for just our, your personal liberty and, and those kinds of things. And just to remember that more than 50% of the transportation budget goes to mass transit, and 8% of the people use mass transit. So when you ask people, do you support mass transit, most people say, sure. I, I think, you know, buses, having buses and subways are good. But then when you ask them the next question, which is, how much are you willing to pay for that, then they're like, whoa, you know, maybe I'd, I'm not that supportive when I see empty buses running around, when I see, you know, the Washington metro system is a mess. Right. They're paying an average salary of, I think, $127,000 per person that works there with their benefits and everything. It's a huge expense. 
And, um, you know, when so the secondary question is important. I think, again, we need to realign the budget, put more of it, as Governor Hogan did that. He put more into roads and highways. And um, But we're back to all Democrat control, and they're going to be pushing as much money into mass transit. Look, the red line, how much is that? Yeah. Uh, billions. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Rob. Thank you so much for a call. Great call. Uh, we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about speed cameras. And, of course, we have more questions from you on the resistance report. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-9862. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-575-9862. That's 800-575-9862. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. Hi, this is Sean Casey. You know, you've been hearing me talk about Rescue Supplements for years now. And, well, Rescue Natural Supplements has launched a free personalized health survey that prioritizes all of your health goals. Whether you've been taking rescue products for years or don't know where to start, in just five minutes, discover tailored rescue supplements that fill the gaps in your nutritional needs. That means no more guessing on the products at the store or ignoring the issues altogether. And the best part, right now, you get a whopping 50% off recommended products after completing the survey. To get started, go to res-q.life. Again, that's res-q.life or call 1-800-26-ALIVE. That's 1-800-262-5483 to get help from a knowledgeable rescue product consultant. I took the short survey, and let me tell you, I was blown away to see my results. So, don't wait. Visit res-q.life and get 50% off recommended products today from Rescue Natural Supplements. Progressive Insurance is making it easy to save money. When you bundle your auto policy with home, condo, or renters, you'll earn a multi-policy discount. Easy to bundle, easy to save. Visit Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. Are you ready for talk radio unlike anything you've heard before? I'm Frank Morano. Join me for the other side of midnight for an unexpected journey through current events, the paranormal, pop culture, and more. Weekday mornings from 1 to 5, talk radio 680, WCBM. All right, you are listening to the Resistance Report. We've got uh, Delegate Ryan Araki and Delegate Kathy Shalega in studio. And again, this is going to happen every Monday at 9.30 a.m. And I was just talking to them uh, about possibly extending it even longer because many of you guys have questions and we love it. I've got uh, James in Woodlawn. James, you wanted uh, to ask a question? Well, yes, actually, I appreciate you taking my call. And I'll try to be brief as possible. To your guest this morning of the Republican Party, I am African-American male, black male, uh, formerly a Republican. Uh, I became so discouraged with, um, with I guess, the Republican Party as being the folks who can specialize in circular firing squads. I just became I'm unaffiliated. Um, but in the recent past, what I want to uh, sort of like exhort your guests, especially that 
now in the black community, ears are now open. Eyes are open. Ears are opening. People are seeing that the Democratic Party, basically more people are seeing, not enough, but more people are seeing that the Democratic Party is basically selling us down the river, no pun intended. And uh, when Doc Cheatham and, like, civic leaders and uh, 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 leaders from the, from the church community are sort of, like, sending out overtures, we want your input, we want, you know, guys, um, show up to some of these meetings and show up to some of these rallies like Doc Cheatham had the other um, the other week, um, and you, you need, we need, we need us to get uh, in a democratically dominated, uh, 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 general assembly. We need, the fact is you need black folks who are going to deal with this and say, look, no more. We're tired of what, what's coming down and the taxes that are re- raised and the lack of accountability and the lack of responsibility and the, and the, and the poor management. Well, James, I can say I'm right there with you, and we're going to go to break here soon because I want to make sure they have a chance to answer. Great question. Uh, Absolutely. First, I apologize for, you know, the fact that you had to become an independent, and we are working hard to win you back. And so we will get into this, uh, answering this question more fully after the break. I hear the music coming. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's a great question. And I think that uh, people need to understand here in the state of Maryland, uh, the Republican Party is trying, right? That's the only reason why I was able to run, because I know that you are trying to re- reach, uh, you know, all races. It's not just one, you know, black, Hispanic or white. It's like, look, we all have conservative values and uh, we need to focus on that. It's a great question, James. Coming up next, hopefully you guys can stay with me a little bit longer because we got so many phone calls coming in uh, for the resistance report. to experience one of the world's biggest, boldest ships and cruise the tropics with me, Bruce Elliott, this October 27th, 2024, you can get on board and travel the best overall cruise ship, the Symphony of the Seas. Join me for a WCBM Radio week of adventures on deck with world-class entertainment, including Broadway favorite Hairspray. Enjoy pool day bliss under the sun, gourmet dining from Italy to Wonderland, and of course, a cocktail party on board and drinks are on me. Memories will be made on the shores of Nassau, the Space Coast of Port Canaveral, and Royal Caribbean's private island, Coco Cay. Come join Royal Caribbean and myself on Symphony of the Seas for seven wonderful nights and glorious days in the warm sun. Call 410-825-9887 for questions or reservations. That's 410-825-9887. All aboard! Features may vary by ship. All itineraries are subject to change without notice. Ships Registry, The Bahamas. WCBM Baltimore is Talk Radio 680 AM and 99.9 FM in Hartford County. Baltimore is listening. News this hour from townhall.com. Amit Thomason. An Israeli airstrike has killed an elite Hezbollah commander in southern Lebanon, the latest in an escalating exchange of fire along the border. It's raising fears of a wider Mideast war. Secretary of State Blinken is in the region now, hoping diplomacy can prevent that from happening. Congressional leaders agree on a blueprint to fund the federal government beyond the middle of the month. The $1.59 trillion figure is part of an agreement mandated by a compromise reached during debt limit negotiations between President Joe Biden and then-Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Leaders from both parties took victory laps when announcing the deal, with Speaker Johnson conceding the final spending levels will not satisfy everyone. Correspondent Edwin Morris says a deal could face stiff opposition from those 
lawmakers who want deeper spending cuts and a crackdown on illegal immigration. Many questions about the hospitalization of Defense Secretary Austin and why the Pentagon didn't tell the National Security Council or Congress for several days. Austin was hospitalized last Monday following elective surgery. It lit up the night sky over Cape Canaveral, Florida, early this morning. Five, four, three, we have ignition. And liftoff of the first United Launch Alliance Vulcan rocket, launching a new era in spaceflight to the moon and beyond. A launch play-by-play provided by NASA. That rocket carries a private lander from Pittsburgh-based Astrobotic Technology, scheduled for a lunar landing on February 23rd. If that happens, Astrobotic Technology will be the first private entity to land on the moon. Watching Wall Street, the Dow down 161 points and NASDAQ up. 130. More on these stories at townhall.com. Donald Trump's indictment proves that saving America is not going to be easy. There are entrenched powers that are fighting this with everything they've got. They want to keep control over the country, the narrative, and the nation's money supply. Hi, I'm Lance Wall now. I'm a news analyst, a Christian author, and evangelical leader. I speak to millions of people every week, people just like you. You see, what the elites are doing is using inflation and government handouts and now central bank digital currencies to determine how they're going to control America. And that's why I recommend all Christians start a gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group, because physical precious metals are one of the few ways you can maintain control over your own savings. To get a free info kit on gold IRAs, text the word FAITH to 989898. Birch Gold Group is the only gold company I trust. Get their free info kit and you'll see why a gold IRA can help you. There are no strings attached. Text the word FAITH to 989898 and you're going to be blessed by taking action right now. Good morning. It's 10.03. I'm Maggie Hunter with the latest headlines from the WCBM Maryland News Center. Brought to you by Stouffer Legal. Police are investigating a rash of car break-ins at Mount Sinai Baptist Church while people were inside attending services yesterday afternoon. Officials at the church on East Preston Street in East Baltimore say nothing like this had ever happened before at the church. The thieves stole a car from a church member during the break-ins. The security guards who were on duty at the time were inside the church when it happened. The Israeli-Hamas war drew scores of demonstrators to a pro-Palestinian rally in Annapolis yesterday. The protesters called on state lawmakers to defend their right to free speech and to condemn the violence committed against Palestinians in the Middle East. Almost two dozen organizations took part in the rally at the state capitol. And the so-called enforcer for a Baltimore gang, 25-year-old Corey Cawthorn, has been sentenced to 35 years in federal prison. Sports and the exclusive WCBM Weather Channel forecast next. What if your child's friend was seriously injured playing in your backyard? What if a jury decides that you had failed to make the area safe or that you had failed to properly supervise the children's activities? Would your homeowner's insurance cover a lifetime of medical bills and custodial care? Or if you cause an automobile accident resulting in serious personal injuries or a death, would your auto insurance cover the entire loss? Homeowners and automobile insurance can always come up short, leaving your assets at risk. Wouldn't you feel better knowing that your life's work is completely protected no matter what? Learn how a family asset protection plan can make you Stouffer Legal safe. It's easy, convenient, and more affordable than you might think. View an online estate planning webinar, then request your free consultation with an experienced Stover Legal Attorney. 
Don't go another day wondering if you're all set. Make your family still for legal safe. Start by visiting PlanBaltimore.com. The Ravens wrapped up the regular season with a 17-10 loss to the Steelers in Week 18. Tyler Huntley started the game under center. He completed 15 of his 28 pass attempts for 160, 146 yards and a touchdown. And the Blast had another win this past Friday night against the St. Louis Ambush. Now here's a look at the exclusive WCBM Weather Channel forecast. Gusty winds, heavy rain on the way with this next storm. We're dry, though, today. Partly cloudy, 48. Rain tomorrow, heavy at times. Gusty winds as well, 58 tomorrow. One or two showers Wednesday, 50 Wednesday. I'm meteorologist Terry Smith from the Weather Channel for Talk Radio 680 WCBM. It's 39 in Nottingham, 40 in Pikesville, and 39 in Phoenix. I'm Maggie Hunter, 680 WCBM News. Maryland, the wait is over. BetMGM is here to elevate your sports betting experience. Head over to WCBM.com or fire up the WCBM mobile app to sign up and claim your offer. Stay connected and informed. Listen to AM680 or stream us on your PC, tablet, or phone at WCBM.com. King Classic Live starts now on Talk Radio 680, WCBM, and 99.9 FM in Harford County. All right, good morning. If you're just joining us, you know, I don't know where you've been. You're in for a treat, though, because we still have Delegate Kathy Stolega, Delegate Ryan Rocky with us. This is called the Resistance Report. Get used to it, because it's now going to be every Monday at 9.30 a.m., uh, they were so generous to stay here at the 10 o'clock hour because so many phone calls were coming in. I'm getting your text messages. We have lots to talk about. There are a lot of people interested. Obviously, the session starts this Wednesday, and you guys are headed in there. I, you know, <laughs> I have to just ask, what is your prep going into Wednesday? What is that like for you? Because I would think that mentally it is stressful. It is. And, you know, everybody's got a little bit of a different rhythm. Kim, as, as you know, I have five kids. Yeah. Uh, so for me, like the, the prep is super stressful. I was this weekend trying to get down all my remaining uh, Christmas decorations and making sure that our, our fish tank got cleaned and you know, all that sort of stuff because you just have no time uh, to do all those kinds of things. But on the, the professional side, you got to kind of get your mind together because Kathy and I have to go sit in a room with people that have very magical thinking yeah. uh, for 90 days. And I just have to sometimes give myself like a woosah moment uh, while we're down there with some of the insanity that is is brought up on a regular basis down there yeah i give myself a pep talk you know like okay kathy we know we're right we know our principles work that's how i sleep at night limited government personal responsibility states rights you know lower taxes these are things that we know work and I, you know, love the 50 states that have our laboratories of democracy where you can see what works and what doesn't. So people vote with their feet. Where are they moving to? Where are they moving from? The, you know, crazy liberal states are losing population, including Maryland. We've lost population. Um, and who is gaining? The conservative states, Florida, the Carolinas, Texas, Tennessee. Yeah. So, you know, it. we know we're right. And that's how I go to work. And, mm-hmm. you know, magical thinking is just that. It is pervasive in Annapolis. <laughs> but it's wrong. It just, their ideas don't work. And I wonder if they can do math. 
It's like, how do they balance their own checkbook? Yeah. Well, there's this new thing out there called girl math. What? <laughs> 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 I haven't heard this. No? Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. It's all over Instagram and TikTok. And, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, where it doesn't really add up to anything much. <laughs> like, oh, my You gosh. can't do percentages. It's, it's really wild. Um, but I don't envy you because obviously you have a tough job. I did want to talk a little bit about the sales tax since you were mentioning the taxes. What's going on with the sales tax now? So, you know, the, this insatiable desire for more money, uh, despite having a budget that almost has doubled in my, you know, decade there in Annapolis. Um, so they're lo- looking, where can we get more money? Where can we get more money? They're talking about raising the sales tax by another penny from 6% to 7%. Now, they're saying they're going to direct it into transportation. But, uh, you know, they say that now. You know, we put a lockbox on transportation, and they're spending it all on mass transit. So all of you that go to the gas station to drive your vehicle around the state don't think you're going to get any of that money. Um, And they're talking about the millionaire's tax, right, Ryan? They're talking about the millionaire's tax. Of course, we also have in Maryland an automatic gas tax increase that occurs uh, every year. Uh, Now we're one of the the highest tax as far as gas goes as well. I was looking at a map uh, yesterday of all the states around us, you know, uh, as far as minimum wage goes. Uh, Pennsylvania, for instance, is $7.25, their minimum wage. We are now $15 an hour. And for some reason, the governor cannot figure out why we are not competitive with other states around us. Uh, as far as job growth goes, I, maybe you know. I, again, it's this magical thinking. Maybe if we would look at that map and we'd see that, that Pennsylvania is half, literally half of where we are. Uh, maybe that has something to do with it. Yeah, Governor Westmore is also using girl math. <laughs> That's what's going well, on. Well, maybe there's some gender ideology issues with the term girl math. I don't oh, know because I'm pretty know? darn good at math. Yes, yes. And how? What is a girl? Yes. What is a girl today? You know. Speaking of girls, girls, I'm excited to tell you I'm bringing back the Save Women Sports Bill. This will be the third year. Um, I've pre-filed it. We're calling it um, Protect Girl Sports. And uh, the bill number, I can't recall off the top of my head, but you will hear and see more about that. I talked to Riley Gaines. Nice. And um, uh, she said if she's available, she's going to come to Maryland to testify for our bill. Kim, I'll try to get a day that you can come down and be a part of it. But you have a daughter. I have two granddaughters. Ryan has a daughter. It is so important that that we protect girls' sports. We cannot have biological men and boys in our sports. So my bill is very simple. Junior varsity and varsity high school sports. Not talking about rec. I think everyone should recreate. I love sports. I love, you know, getting kids involved in recreation. This is JV and varsity girls sports will be limited to biological girls. It's that simple. Yeah, I mean, it's common sense. And I tell people all the time, they're like, well, you know, I could see basketball. They might be taller. Da, da, da. I played soccer. And I tell you what, I was a left forward. If I had to come up against a male fullback, I could have been killed. <laughs> okay? Like, I was maybe 90 pounds soaking wet playing varsity soccer in high school. I mean, this is very dangerous. And I saw even with boxing now, they're introducing biological men uh, to the female boxing sport. I mean, this is wild when you think about it. It's it's absolutely 
just insane. My daughter uh, plays lacrosse. Um, she's a, a high school junior. She she has a boyfriend who also plays lacrosse. He's he's also a high school junior. You know, my daughter's five foot four. You know, maybe one hundred ten pounds, right? Maybe, yeah, he, maybe, maybe. maybe. <laughs> probably not. He's six foot three. You know, uh, two hundred. You know, thirty pounds or or whatever. And so I mean, it's just it's those kinds of things that you could just. It's common sense. I don't understand why people can't see the common sense uh, of this sort of stuff. It's it's just wild. And the yeah. rules are different. You know, so lacrosse rules are different for girls than they are for boys. The net is lower in volleyball for girls than it oh, is for boys. Know you know, we have we've made we've made common sense allowances for girls. There was a girl, a boy, playing on the girls' field hockey team in New England. I think Connecticut or Massachusetts. He literally knocked her teeth out. He literally hit the puck so hard, and it hit her face and knocked her teeth out Wow! you know we've had girls injured concussions from boys playing on the girls volleyball team spiking the ball down hard on a girl you know it again kim it's common sense Mm -hmm. yeah we we just have to protect girls their opportunities their health their safety their scholarships their records um all of this i can't believe we're even talking about it yeah, no, it is. Make common sense great again. That's what. <laughs> that's the slogan. That's what I like. Uh, I also want to talk about speed cameras. Now, I will say I am guilty of getting many speed camera tickets. And I tell you what, if I see more speed cameras, I don't know if I want to drive anymore. Maybe I'll be on public transit because <laughs> I can't take it anymore. But is there anything going on? I mean, like, is there going to be more speed cameras? Are we rolling this back? What are we going to do about all these speed cameras? And why are we using it as, a, as like a sense of revenue? Sure. So there's a bill that has been pre-filed this year, and we we actually, Kathy and I, defeated that bill last year, but it is essentially limitless speed cameras, right? So right now, as far as speed cameras go in in Baltimore County, they have to be within a certain distance of a school uh, or within a a work zone. Um, This bill would take all those restrictions off. They could be placed virtually anywhere in a residential area, which is, you know, the entire county, uh, essentially. Um, And look, all the studies show with speed cameras that they do work, right? In terms of right in front of a school where the camera is, it slows folks down for that that small zone. But the studies also show that immediately when you get outside of that zone, the speed goes right back up, sometimes even greater because people are like, oh, I've slowed down now. I've got to go faster to make up for that, you know, distance that I slowed down. Um, And I don't know if anyone's gotten their their property tax bill here recently in Baltimore County, but um, I've gotten a lot of angry folks saying, why did did my property taxes in some cases go up over $100,000? Right? Do we really want to put those folks that are, you know, just Spiking our property tax in charge of that that piggy bank there with speed cameras to have just unlimited speed cameras throughout the county. I'm not so sure that that's a, a great idea. Kathy, do you have that bill number, by the I way? I do. I do. it. So last year, we uh, proudly defeated that bill, and it's back. It was, quote, pre-filed, which means it's already in uh, on the system. House Bill 58, and it's uh, speed cameras in residential districts. And um, the sponsor is Delegate Michelle Guyton. And it will add Baltimore County to Montgomery and Prince George's counties that allow the county to put speed cameras in residential neighborhoods. And And it's, you know, if you're annoyed by speed bumps, wait until you get a speed camera 
everywhere they can't put a speed bump. Well, and my big concern with that is not only the sort of limitless nature of it, but last year in, in my committee, I'm in the Environment and Transportation Committee, we actually had a bill uh, from some of uh, one of our more, again, magical thinking folks in Montgomery County. It was a stop sign camera bill. Uh, and so we would give tickets for anyone that didn't stop at a stop sign. The problem with that bill was not even so much that. It was if you dig down inside of the bill, it said that it would be a progressive fine structure. And what we would do is we would then have to have everybody that got a ticket file their – they would look at your income tax. And they would base your stop sign camera ticket off of your income tax filings, right? And so this is my concern with these kinds of things is we, we the more we allow this, the more that they'll go down those pathways as well where, you know, Kim, you pay one fine, Kathy pays another fine, I pay a different fine. Now, of course, I pointed out to those folks that, you know, the, the Constitution doesn't allow us to charge different fines, uh, you know, for the same infraction. Uh, and their head, was, their, their minds were blown uh, over that discussion about the Constitution there and it didn't move forward. But that's my concern with like this kind of thinking of just kind of limitless things like this. Wow. Well, if you're just joining us, we're speaking to Delegate Kathy Schlega and Delegate Ryan Naraki. This is the Resistance Report. They'll be here every Monday. At least one of them will be here every Monday at 9.30 a.m. Uh, to tell us what we can expect in Annapolis. And, again, I really appreciate you guys uh, coming in. I did want to ask because we have a lot of listeners that were very upset about some of the gun bills uh, that went in fast. I guess it was SB1 was one of those bills that everybody was very upset with. And then, of course, you had the HQLs that we saw the rollback, but then and the Maryland state troopers weren't actually acknowledging it. I mean, there was a lot going on. Can you explain that for somebody simple like me that doesn't actually use guns, but, it, but is thinking about you know, purchasing guns? Well, it, you know, Maryland continues to pass unconstitutional bills with regards to the Second Amendment. And every year there are more bills to limit your constitutional right that is guaranteed under the Second Amendment of the U.S. Constitution. Um, and we, as Republicans, for our friend that called in earlier that said we need you to do more outreach to the black community, yeah. that is the fastest growing. Women and African Americans or blacks are the fastest growing gun ownership community in the country. Because people, women and minorities need to protect themselves right. because they're afraid that the police won't be able to get there in time. So um, we have a bill every year to make stealing a gun a felony because in Maryland, if you steal a gun, it's a misdemeanor. Because our theft laws say stealing anything under $1,000 is not a felony, it's a misdemeanor. Most handguns are less than $1,000, and so someone steals a gun, we can't get enhanced penalties to say, you know, that's a felony. If you're stealing a gun, you're going to do something wrong with it. So we have some great um, groups here in Maryland, Maryland Shall Issue, and um, the Associated Gun Clubs and the NRA have all independently challenged these laws, and they're all on hold. So, you know, we will see what happens during session. They'll come back, the, you know, anti-firearms uh, groups, Moms Demand Action, which they won't support making stealing a gun a felony. I asked them directly. They came into my office. I know, Kim. Isn't that crazy? I invited them in. Delegate Arkin and I met with them. And we said, hey, we'd like you to support this bill. And they said, we're not allowed to support anything that's not on our list. What yeah. what is on their list? Can I, I ask? <laughs> it was any bad gun. If you are a Second Amendment supporter, it was oh my any bill that was probably unconstitutional. But they weren't allowed to think for themselves. 
um, while they flooded, flooded Annapolis in their red T-shirts. Like it, it was an impressive showing. And I think you just broke the news story right there. So like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously, I mean, what, what a political shill organization, right? If if you're really about you know gun control or whatever it is that you're for, and we have a bill that's that's saying let's punish people that are stealing handguns, and you won't support that bill, I, I think that really talks speaks to what you're really about, right? That it's all politics yeah. and nothing else. That, that you're not about policy. Well, this is disappointing news. Yeah, I, I did not realize this. Yeah, yes. I, Lauren Delgad Arkin and I, um, a few years ago, we said, you know what, we should meet with them and let's get their support for this this bill that we support every year. And um, shockingly, not shockingly, um, they said they couldn't support it because it wasn't on their list. Wow. Well, we have a lot of uh, investigative reporters that listen to this show, and I would love to see. I would love to see more about this because, honestly, you need to make it a felony, right? You need to hold these individuals accountable. And I think even State's Attorney Ivan Bates was talking about this as well. So this is not a Democrat or Republican issue. This is a public safety issue. And the fact that they would not support that, I, I hope they reel that back and, and change their minds. All right, you guys, you know, I don't want to say that time is up for today, but you will be back next Monday for the Resistance Report at 9.30 a.m. How can people follow you? And then, you know, some of the things that you discussed, like even the petition that's going to be coming forward, how can they really stay in touch with you? Is there like a a newsletter or somewhere they can sign up for notifications? Uh, Because I think that this session, honestly, as Republicans, I think we're going to get a lot of wins here uh, just because so many people are fed up. But I know that you would probably like a lot of uh, support from your constituents as well. Sure. Uh, So on social media, it's really simple for me. It's Ryan from Maryland uh, on pretty much every Every social media platform. Um, we also our website, so it's RyanRocky.com. Um, Kathy has a website as well. I'll let her go through her social media. But you can follow us on there. Sign up for the newsletter. Go follow us on social media. We ha- we're putting out stuff all the time, as you know, Kim. And we're always out in the community. If you've got something going on, if you're in our district or near there, we want to be there. We want to we want to help support your organization. You know, all that sort of stuff. So um, please follow me there, Kathy. What's uh, your handle? Kathy, I'm Kathy for Maryland. K A T H Y for Maryland. And um, Ryan's Ryan for Maryland. We try to keep it simple. You know, yeah. follow us on social media. Um, hop on our news. Newsletter. We send out a weekly update, which um, during session, really, we try to keep it short so you can, you know, click a link and learn more, but kind of top level and continue to tune in. We're just thrilled that you're um, we're on with you every Monday for the resistance report. And we're excited to get more Marylanders involved in their democratic system. No, we love it. And we love you guys fighting for our behalf uh, in Annapolis. We know it's not easy. I don't envy your job. I'd rather be sitting here at WCBM and just watch from afar, but you guys are doing a great job. Thank you so much for joining me today, and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Thanks, Kim. Thanks. Hi, this is Sean Casey. If you snore, you may have sleep apnea, but Dr. Damian Blum of Feel Well Rested has a simple solution, and it's not that cumbersome CPAP mask. Dr. Damian Blum will fit you with a custom-fit mouthpiece if you have sleep apnea. Make an appointment to see Dr. Damian Blum. If you're tired or overweight, clear your throat or snore, you may have sleep apnea. Sleep apnea can cause strokes, heart attacks, memory problems like Alzheimer's or dementia, and even death. Also, there's a connection to diabetes, acid reflux, and erectile dysfunction. Dr. Damien Blum is certified by the American Board of Dental Sleep Medicine, and he's a diplomat of the American Academy of Dental Sleep Medicine. 
Most health insurances are accepted, and they are in-network providers for Blue Cross Blue Shield and Medicare. Call Dr. Damian Blum at Feel Well Rested at 410-744-6088. 410-744-6088. They want to help you feel well rested, too. Call today. 410-744-6088. Identity theft shows no signs of slowing down. In fact, more than $29 billion were stolen last year alone. That's a criminal success story and a wake-up call for everyone else. It can be dangerously easy to steal your identity. LifeLock makes it easy to help protect yourself if you become a victim. A dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Join now and save up to 25% your first year with my name, Clay, as your promo code at LifeLock.com, promo code Clay. Traveling for the holidays? Well, Pure Talk has you covered because they just added international roaming to over 30 countries. And here's the best part. There's no rate increase at all. Now, Pure Talk still saves the average family almost $1,000 a year with talk and text and data plans starting at just 20 bucks a month. Now, from your cell phone, just dial pound 250, say the keyword, save now, make the switch, and do it now. You'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Pound 250, keyword, save now, and start saving on your wireless right now. Sean Hannity. I don't think this is the plan that David Weiss originally had. As a matter of fact, it was not. You know, there's always been an effort here. Let us be clear. They don't really care about Hunter Biden. This came out in the last two weeks that, hmm, well, we wonder if Hunter is going to be the sacrificial lamb in all this. It's not about Hunter. It's always been and continues to be about protecting Joe Biden as president. Weekday afternoons, 3 to 6, on Talk Radio 680, WCBM. All right, that was a lot of fun, right? The Resistance Report, again, every Monday, 9.30 a.m. Next week, we'll hear from uh, Delegate Ryan Baraki, and they'll be here in studio, uh, which makes it a lot easier to call in and ask questions. And I love the fact that so many of you are participating. Uh, I got a text here from Stephen. Stephen, I'm going to put this on the list for next week, but Stephen asked, how does Annapolis get away with passing knowingly unconstitutional laws, for example, the gun laws? Uh, and make constitutional citizens take the law to court. Stephen, that's a great question. And, you know, it's it's interesting because I guess when you've got Democrats that are in control, and I will even say even when Governor Larry Hogan was in, I do feel as though that uh, the Democrats still kind of got their way because they controlled, you know, the majority. It's, it is, it's, it's interesting to, to, to just kind of take in because as as obviously residents here in the state of Maryland, I, I, mean, I don't know about you guys, but as a Republican, I do sometimes feel like that I don't have a voice. Like you've got obviously Republicans fighting for you in Annapolis, but at the same time, it is so difficult because we are so much in the minority. And this is why it's very important. And again, James from Woodlawn, thank you for calling in and asking a question about uh, uh, black outreach. This is why it's important to to reach out to all communities. And I will say. Personally, I know that Delegate Kathy Shalega and Delegate Ryan Iraqi do that. Okay, they don't sit there and look and say, all right, well, which community should we support today? Right. They're not going down, checking off the boxes. They are going into the community and speaking to absolutely everyone, absolutely everyone. And so in, in Woodlawn, I guess, James, yes, you would not see uh, Delegate Kathy Shalega or Delegate uh, Ryan Iraqi. But, you know, of course, I see them because I'm in Middle River. Right. Uh, so, you know, we do need to do it on a, an entire state level. I know we have some new leadership at the Maryland GOP. Uh, Nicole Harris is now the chairwoman. And from my understanding, she's going to be doing more as far as grassroots. Uh, but you're right. That's uh, very important to note 
James, this is a time where many minorities are waking up uh, to the fact that Democrats just do not have their best interests at heart. And we talked about this last week. If you're going to vote, right, usually when you vote about what? The fact that you might have uh, very little or a lot of money in your bank account. And you usually vote based on, you know, your values. And so if somebody does not replicate your values and they want to go to office and represent you, for the most part, I would think that somebody would not vote for them. But I see that very differently in the Democrat Party because there are many Democrats that will just vote for their party no matter the values in which they stand on. And that's that's one of the things that has to change. I got uh, Tom at Canesville. Hey, good morning. Good morning. That was a great segment. I really enjoyed it. And I have a suggestion for maybe some future segments. Sure. So when the delegates and uh, are talking about the magical programs that they come up with to spend our money, um, we don't really know the specifics. I'd like them to be more specific. Name some specific programs. For instance, if they're talking about saving the prescription program for the retired state employees, they can name some programs that, that could be cut or, or cut back that could pay for this. Because, you know, there's a lot of low-information voters out there. There are a lot of them. Some of it's by choice, but a lot of it's because we don't know the specifics. We don't know the specifics, and, and people on our side don't name them to give us something to hold on to to specifically mention that we'd like to see cut. There's a lot of wasteful spending. We all have to know that. I mean, it's, it's, they, they take so much money, and nobody knows what they really use it for specifically. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right, Tom. Thank you so much for weighing in. I appreciate you, and you're so correct about that. Uh, look, I just hope, honestly, now that Republicans are really fired up and they're getting a lot of support from not just me, not just you, but people even across the aisle, I think, honestly, I think this is our year. I really do. I think this is our year in Annapolis. Uh, coming up next, speaking of Annapolis, uh, you got some changes that are being made at the Department of Juvenile Services. Uh, there's a little bit of drama, and like I mentioned before, State's Attorney Ivan Bates said that there is a culture there that Secretary Vincent Giraldi is fighting. We'll discuss that coming up next. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason. House Republicans moving ahead with efforts to impeach the top Biden border official, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Another big government funding bill in the works. Congressional leaders agreeing on a $1.6 trillion package to keep the government going beyond the middle of the month. The Congressional Freedom Caucus not pleased with the blueprint. It's being applauded, though, by President Biden. Former Vice President Pence warning that the Biden administration's open border policies could result in Hamas-style terror attacks here in the U.S. It was in an interview uh, over the weekend with the Jerusalem news site AllIsrael.com. Clean up the order of the day. Parts of New England buried under more than a foot of snow from that weekend nor'easter that clobbered the region. Watching Wall Street, the Dow down 88 points. The Nasdaq is up 155. More details, srnnews.com. Hi, it's Bruce Elliott. You've been hearing me talk about rescue supplements for years. Well, Rescue Natural Supplements has launched a free personalized health survey that prioritizes all of your health goals. Whether you've been taking rescue products for years or don't know where to start, in just five minutes, discover tailored rescue supplements that fill the gaps in your nutritional needs. That means no more guessing on products at the store or ignoring the issues altogether. And the best part right now, you get a whopping 50% off recommended products after completing the survey. Now to get started, go to res-q.life. 
Again, that's res-q.life. Or call 800-26-ALIVE. That's 800-262-5483 to get help from a knowledgeable rescue product consultant. I took the short survey, and let me tell you, I was blown away to see my results. So don't wait. Visit res-q.life and get 50% off recommended products today. Today is the calm before the storm. Heavy rain and gusty winds starting tomorrow into tomorrow night. But today, we're dry. Partly cloudy, 48. Tomorrow, widespread rain. One to two inches of rain possible. Flooding is a concern. Windy day as well, 58. Wednesday, though, only a slight chance of a shower, 50 the high. I'm meteorologist Terry Smith from the Weather Channel. For Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Looking for a career you'll love with flexibility, great pay, and benefits, and one of the country's top workplaces? Join the growing team at Progressive Insurance. Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. (sighs) Life of a small business owner. Keeping the lights on. Calling all the shots. Checking all the boxes. But don't be fooled by all that income. It's still about waking up too early, interrupting your life with that thing that is your small business. And then there's workplace accidents. People are busy, they're distracted, they're tired, and they always have something new to deal with. 500-degree ovens, fresh concrete in a three-foot trench, relentless thorns in a bouquet of bougainvilleas, rusty nails, clouds of sawdust. Danger lurks around every corner. What are workers going to do? How can your employees feel like they're covered in case of an accident? Despite your best efforts, workplace accidents can happen. But there is an easy way to keep your employees covered. Talk to your agent about workers' comp coverage from Pi or go to piinsurance.com and get a quote. Safety first, then Pi Insurance. Individual rates, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to policy terms and conditions. Not available in all states and situations. Looking to sell your home? Want to get top dollar? Hi, this is Vinny Steo with Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Get multiple cash offers in minutes. Go to vinnysteo.com, type in your address, and start packing. Visit vinnysteo.com. That's vinnysteo.com. Need to hire quality candidates fast? You need Indeed. Their video interview tool makes it easy and effortless to meet with candidates. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. It's three hours of real news, informed opinion, traffic, and weather on the threes. And your calls. Don't miss the morning drive with Casey and Elliot. Weekday morning, 6 to 9 on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Man, so many emails, so many text messages uh, letting us know that they love the resistance report. And I love that, okay? I Look, I would take credit for the idea, but it wasn't my idea, so I can't take credit for it, okay? <laughs> Kathy Shalega, Delegate Kathy Shalega, Delegate Ryan Iraqi, it was their idea. It was their idea to be transparent and to be open and to come in here in studio live every Monday, 9.30 a.m., and to answer questions directly from you. I mean, let's give them some credit here. That was their idea, okay? And so I I really do appreciate it. I appreciate all the positive feedback. Uh, you know, I honestly I wish that all of all of the representatives were this transparent and willing to take questions. And I tell you what, as we sat here and the phone lines were ringing off the hook, I asked, I said, "Hey, are there any questions off uh, off limits?" And you know what they both said? Not at all. Not at all. No questions off limits here. And again, you're not going to get that from everyone. Uh, and as you heard from Delegate Kathy Shalega, they had to fight. 
to put cameras on the floor there in Annapolis so you could see exactly what was going on because they were making decisions on a Friday night around 11 p.m. that weren't in your best interest. you got to give credit where credit's due. And uh, again, also James and Woodlawn, I do, I really loved your question. I'm sorry that we had to go uh, to a hard break there. Um, but just so you know that we are working on it, and many of you guys know on Wednesday I've got my event at Riley's Oyster in Hunt Valley, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. You can go to redrenaissance.com to get your tickets. Uh, we still have some tickets left, but we've got uh, Congressman Corey Mills, Congressman Wesley Hunt, comedian Jeff Dye. We've got veterans for Trump. We've got Simon Atiba, the White House correspondent. Uh, Derek Evans, J6 political prisoner, now running for uh, Congressional District Number 1 in West Virginia. And we've got Chris Palumbi coming up from District 5 there in Southern Maryland. we got Seth Weathers coming up with ultra-right beer. He's got that calendar that was a little controversial on social media. We've got J.R. Majewski. He's already got a ton of endorsements. He's running for uh, Congress in Ohio, and uh, he had Trump's endorsement last time around. I expect him to actually get the seat this time around. Uh, one of his biggest supporters, just so you know, is uh, Matt Gates, and also the other one I would think is Congressman Corey Mills because, uh, you know, they, they talk uh, all the time together. And we've got Darius Mayfield coming in from New Jersey, Billy Primpe coming in from New Jersey. They're both back on the ballot. Uh, Billy Primpe, with redistricting, his his seat is very much so winnable. And so he'll be uh, in town. It's just, it really is great. We've got so many people coming in. You've got uh, Jordana Schifanelli. You know, she ran for a lieutenant governor with Dan Cox. Uh, I do want to hear more about what she's been working on. Uh, honestly, we, we had her in the studio not too long ago for an entire hour. Many of you were really impressed with, uh, you know, her foreign policy. And I don't think people realize that about Jordana, okay? That's where she thrives. And I wish there was uh, somewhere, there was like a niche for her somewhere, uh, you know, on the national level. Uh, because she really is, you know, and then she spit fire, as many of you guys know. Uh, and of course, myself, I'll be there. Uh, of course, I invited everybody from WCBM to be there. Hopefully, they can make it out. It's going to be a fun night. It really is. Lots of food, lots of fun. There's a DJ. Like I said, comedian Jeff Dye. He's on Greg Gutfield now all the time. And I told people before, he's not a Republican. He's not a Republican. <laughs> I, like people were calling and asking me, like, is Jeff Dye? Is he a Republican? Is he gonna? Is he gonna announce that he's like, you know, supporting this and supporting that? I'm like, no. If you watch some, his videos, Jeff Dye is on Instagram. D Y E is how you spell his last name. He tells everybody, look, I'm a liberal that's fed up, and look, that's a lot of people, right? Right, my friend in Woodlawn. A lot of people are fed up. The Democrat Party, look, and I, I don't want to use this Republican versus Democrat. I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to do it. I want to talk about values, right? The core values. The Democrat Party isn't offering core values. It's just not there. And I feel bad, honestly, for those Democrats, like I call them the JFK Democrats, similar to comedian Jeff Dye. There are conservative Democrats that right now feel like they don't have a home. Right. They don't want to really switch parties to the Republican Party. And that's fine. Right. I'm not going to put a, a gun to your head or anything like that. You don't have to switch parties. But what I do want you to do is when you show up at the ballot box, I want you to vote based on your values. I want you to vote based on how much money you have or don't have. That's where I want you to vote. I don't want you to look at the ballot and say, oh, this is a Democrat. This is a Republican. No, no, no. We got to be honest about this. That, you know, right now. Well, you're thinking even just the, the fact that the mere fact that Democrats are fine with the transitioning of children to all of my Christians out there. 
Let that sink in. Transitioning of children. If you have any values, any morals, you can't possibly vote for that. You can't. That is pure child abuse. I'm sorry, but it is. It is. And you guys know, I don't care if somebody, you know, grown adult wants to transition. But when you influence kids on this, it's sickening. It breaks my heart. I told you guys, I was a tomboy forever. Forever, right? I had nothing but brothers. I didn't have a sister. Nothing but brothers. When I wanted to play outside, it was basketball, baseball, skateboarding, rollerblading. There was, it was always whatever. It was sporty, right? Nobody would play Barbie with me, okay? Maybe that's a little reason why I'm a little rough around the edges now that I think about it. <laughs> Is this why I can't keep a man? No, <laughs> no but honestly, I, I was. I was a tomboy, and I asked my mom, and I told you this. I said, how come you didn't transition me? She's like, Kimberly, shut up. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like that's, that's ridiculous. But I told you, my mom is a Democrat. And she hates this, too. She's looking at this situation saying, look, this party does not align with who I am or how I grew up, my value system, my morals. That, that's, it's totally different. And look, if the DNC wants to make a 180, go make it. But right now, you're not doing it. Right now, you're still vilifying the police. I don't know a single Democrat that's not okay with safe neighborhoods. I don't know a single Democrat that's okay with the poor education system in our public schools. No, that that's beyond party lines. And to add insult to injury, what's going on with the southern border... Look, I know a lot of people didn't feel it until it was literally in their backyard, right? So now you hear Chicago residents speaking up. Those in New York City. Those in all these areas that said, oh, we're a sanctuary city. we got to welcome everybody with open arms. Yeah, these illegal immigrants, they don't want to work. They want handouts. They want taxpayer dollars. They want free health care. They want to sit in the uh, public education system or in these schools and not pay property taxes like the rest of us. That's what they want. They want all the best. This, this is much different than the immigrants we saw coming to this country maybe 100 years ago, right? It's much different. But, we're, but they don't talk about that. And another thing, just throwing it out there, and I'm going to get off my soapbox, but I did, I did take these notes in church yesterday, and I thought about this. As a Christian, you have to ask yourself, are you really okay with voting for someone that is not a Christian? Right, And I'll I'll say even further, are you really okay with voting for someone that doesn't have the values and morals that you have? Because when they go to represent you, whether it's state, local, or federal, if they don't have the same values, right? You might not agree on everything. You might not agree on how to handle certain uh, situations and the solution they put forth. But they still have to have that value, right? Like you and I, we talk about it all the time. The juvenile crime crisis, out of control. Many of us will agree. It doesn't matter what party you're in. Juveniles need to be held accountable. Period. Right? Period. They need to be locked up. There needs to be consequences. If you vote for people that don't feel this way, that feel as though their mind isn't developed until they're 25 years old, which you all know that's baloney. Can you really vote for someone that feels that way? That they don't have your values. They don't have it. And another piece of this, you know, when it comes to the relationship between God and a child, uh, that relationship is built upon conception. And I know a lot of people don't usually want to talk about, you know, abortion issues or being pro-life. 
But just think, if you are a Christian, you are someone that believes that a child is a child in an image of God, and that is at conception. Can you vote for someone that feels differently? Can you? And it, look, I'm not telling you which way to vote. I'm not telling you I'm not, you know, nothing to guilt you here. I'm just saying, just think about these things in November. So my friend in Woodlawn that asked, you know, what is the Republican Party doing for the black community as far as outreach? Just think about this. Your values probably more align with the Republican Party. Now, if you want to remain an independent, look, I understand you completely. I understand. But when you go to that ballot box, when you go, James, to vote... I want you to vote based on your values. And you might not feel like you have a home right now within the Democrat or the Republican Party. And trust me, I get it. It's so polarizing today. But the best you could do is vote for your best interests when you get to the ballot. And if you are who I think you are, and I only spoke to you for about maybe two minutes there, I would say that you would end up voting more Republican than Democrat uh, because of your values. All right. Speaking of which, I wanted to get into DJS. There's a culture there that apparently is uh, not what we're used to. And uh, I wonder when this changed. And I think that Sean Casey from The Morning Drive and I, I think we might be on the same page here. I want you to take a listen. This is uh, Mackenzie Frost with Fox 45. She sat down with State's Attorney Ivan Bates to talk about uh, just the problems they're having at the Department of Juvenile Services. Take a listen. The Department of Juvenile Services remains in the spotlight amid growing frustrations with juvenile crime. That's right. It comes as we see more juveniles commit brazen crimes across Baltimore City. We have team coverage starting with Mackenzie Foss. She's explaining several examples of what's happening inside the department. In November, this violent assault was caught on home surveillance video. They didn't even give me a chance for me to give them whatever they wanted. They just jumped on me and started pushing me and punching me and stuff. The suspects, 12 and 14 years old. Baltimore police detaining the teens, bringing them here to the Baltimore Juvenile Justice Center. They were released to their parents. Then this letter was sent to BPD and the Department of Juvenile Services Secretary Vincent Chiraldi raising questions about why the teens were released. The authors of the letter, Senate President Bill Ferguson, Delegate Luke Klippinger, who also chairs the House Judiciary Committee and others. Fast forward to now. Fox 25 News confirming with DJS the intake director at the BCJJC replaced. As of December 21st, an acting director took over. The personnel changes in line with what Baltimore City State's Attorney Ivan Bates says is a culture. Secretary Chiraldi is dealing with inside the department. I believe talking to Secretary Sheraldi, he really gets it. But I also think that he's dealing with a culture in DJS where you have individuals who just don't want to ever, no matter what young people do, ever want to have a young person detained. So he's fighting that culture. Friday, Fox 45 News sending questions to DJS asking, what are the job qualifications required for intake employees? How many intake employees work at each DJS facility? Is that considered fully staffed? What's the ideal staffing level? We also asked to see copies of the intake forms used and for a copy of the written intake protocols. Meanwhile, there remains to be questions about how cases are prosecuted. Currently, they act as a bit of a gatekeeper because it's it's their intake officers who are making the decision whether the case should be charged immediately mm-hmm. or should be charged later but still charged or even not charged at all. All right, that's McKinsey Frost with Fox 45. And there you heard Prosecutor uh, Kate 
uh, Rosenblatt, she also works within the state's attorney's office with Ivan Bates. And if you recognize her voice, she was the one on the panel with the department, uh, excuse me, the department secretary, yes, of juvenile services, Vincent Chiraldi. And uh, they were at the Senator Bill Ferguson town hall, and he threw the book at her when uh, she asked for data. <laughs> from DJS. Here's here's how I took that. Just, you know, because I think we talked about this before. It looked to me that Vincent Chiraldi, in my view, this is when I watched it, in my view, I thought he was kind of like a know-it-all, right? The data and the stats that he were he was citing, it, it came from obviously like a national database, and it really didn't align with what we're dealing with here in Maryland. That's what it looked like to me. Now, we know that he came in from, and I believe it was New York. I know somebody will correct me if it wasn't New York, but it was from another major city. And he came in, he was appointed by Governor Westmore. Apparently, he and Governor Westmore have a history together. And so... Governor Westmore has been asked whether or not he was going to remove Mrs. Chiraldi and get somebody else, you know, to do the job. And he said, no, he has confidence in Chiraldi. So now when you hear uh, State's Attorney Ivan Bates saying that Vincent Chiraldi is dealing with a a culture in DJS, that that rings another alarm bell for me. Okay, he specifically used the word culture. And in my view, that doesn't mean one or two people believe that these juveniles should not have to spend time behind bars. If this is the culture, this is more than two people. This is probably more than three or four people that's working at DJS. Now, I also took in consideration because we found out that many people at DJS were still working remote. Remember that? Like COVID's been over for how long now? Quite a while. But we heard when McKinsey Frost did another report that many of those in the intake centers are still working remote. So then I thought to myself, well, why would that be? Right? Of course, if they can get away with it, why not? Right? I mean, think about it. If you're making $100,000 and you're working remote, you don't have any kids, and you, you know, you don't have to show up at all. You can just, you know, do your job from a computer. Would you really live in the state of Maryland? (laughs) I was thinking about this. I, I don't know if I would live here. I mean, my job is here. But if I never have to be on site, I would go where it's a little warmer, to be honest with you. But I, th- I thought about it in a different way as well. And I want you guys to weigh in on this. 410-WCBM-680. That's 410-922-6680. I wonder if there is a situation, and I'm not going to just call any gang out. I'm just going to say, could there be a situation where some of those that are working at DJS are being intimidated or extorted, or just uh, taken advantage of, possibly. I wonder if there's something else going on there. I wonder, like Safe Streets, we know that Safe Streets now, you know, we were told, uh, a gang, possibly, the allegations are there, might have infiltrated one of the Safe Streets locations. Could it be possible, with all of these juveniles that are obviously a gang's, could it be possible that a gag has infiltrated DJS? I'm not saying that it's impossible here. I'm, look, I'm looking at this now with a different perspective. Now that Ivan Bates used the word culture, you know what? I got to get him on the phone. We got to get him on the show. Now that I used the word culture, does that change anything in your mind? 410-WCBM680, that's 410-922-6680, because... 
if you have individuals in the intake center and they're getting calls from gang members saying, oh, well, this is one of our guys. We need you to release him. And if you don't release him, we're going to do this, that, or the third. If you were somebody working at that intake center, would you just release that individual and do what you're asked in order to stay safe, in order to keep your family safe? Possibly. Possibly. There's a culture problem that Vincent Ciraldi is fighting. This would actually make more sense how Vincent Ciraldi at that town hall with Senator Bill Ferguson, did, was it just me or did he seem like he was at his wit's end? Is it just me or did he seem like he was extremely frustrated, extremely stressed out? Maybe he is dealing with something at DJS that he can't get beyond. I want to get your thoughts on this because now, now my mind is racing. What is the culture at DJS? Call me and let me know. Are you ready for the ultimate sports betting experience? Well, get ready because WCBM and BetMGM Sportsbook are here to elevate your game. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, now's the perfect time. Sign up now to take advantage of this first bet offer. Here's how it works. Visit WCBM.com to claim the offer, register, and deposit at least $10. Place your first wager on any game. And if your bet loses, don't worry, because you're covered. Up to $1,500 in bonus bets. That's right, $1,500 in bonus bets if your first wager does not go your way. It's the ultimate risk-free bet. To qualify, you must be 21 years of age or older. This promotion is only available for new customers and through WCBM.com. All promotions are subject to qualifications and eligibility requirements. So don't wait. Visit WCBM.com, register, and deposit at least $10 and place your first wager. Get ready to experience the thrill of sports betting like never before. Looking for a career you'll love with flexibility, great pay and benefits, and one of the country's top workplaces? Join the growing team at Progressive Insurance. Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. A lot can happen in an hour. We'll update you at the top of it. These are important moments, and this is news. Minutes away. This is Talk Radio 680 WCBM. This portion of Kim Klasik Live is sponsored by the law offices of Michael A. Friedman, representing injury victims for over 35 years, on the web at maflaw.com. DJS and the culture, again, I I now have a lot of questions, and I'm pretty sure that we've got some, like I said, some great investigative reporters that are in the Baltimore region. We'll probably hear more about this, but uh, I, I don't know. If you've got intake employees that are saying, you know what, I don't think this, this kid has to stay behind bars, even though this is the 11th automobile that he stole. Two of the automobiles that he stole was at gunpoint, and we could put him on a monitoring system, but we know nobody's going to monitor it. I'd be like, well, you know, why, why would that happen? Why would that happen? Why would any adult consent to that? Unless, unless you might possibly fear some kind of retaliation. Look, we saw the video that got out of uh, Department, of Juvenile, uh, Department of Juvenile Detention Center. Remember that? There was a a rapper by the name of Little was it Baby Threat? That's his name, Baby Threat. That's interesting, isn't it? Baby Threat uh, made a video while he was in a detention center facility, and we were told by DJS that it had to have been somebody that worked there 
that posted that video on social media. And in that video, Baby Threat was threatening. <laughs> well, you know, like he's living up to his name. Baby Threat was threatening all of those that were thinking about possibly snitching on him and his friends. And so he said, if you do it, you're going to basically you're going to die. Right. And so that video was posted on social media while he was locked up. Okay, like, look, I I do wonder what is going on over there. Have they been infiltrated with gangs? Is it one particular gang? Who is investigating? Are the feds on top of this? What is going on? Tom and Owings Mill, you you wanted to weigh in? Hey, Tom? Yeah, yeah. On the subject of the value of life, what if a man argued for putting his mother-in-law to death under the maxim my mother-in-law, my choice. What? <laughs> my mother-in-law, my choice. Tom, <laughs> Tom, are you trying to tell us something here? What? Are you trying to tell us something here? A lot of mother-in-laws suddenly get snuffed. Don't blame me. Yeah, no, yeah, no, Tom. I am. What's the difference? No, you're right. You're right. And, and so this is what they were talking about at church also uh, this Sunday, Tom. Uh, my pastor said, look, you know, people weep and they cry for a three-year-old uh, that has been hit and killed by a car, right? And of course you would. But they don't have the same reaction for, you know, a baby in the womb. But it is the same. And especially in the eyes of the Lord and to any Christian that believes, uh, you know, that is life upon conception. But you're right. Uh, it, it's not any different. There you go. Tom, thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate you. You're always, you always get me laughing here, Tom. I'm on to you, Tom and Owens Mills. <laughs> he's our, he's our comedian. Well, I, I did want to just uh, bring the DJS situation up uh, for everybody to just, you know, just keep that in mind, right? I'm not telling you you have to look into anything because, like I said, I'll see if we can get Ivan Bates on the show here soon. But if the culture means that there is something else going on over there, and that there are possibly people that are being uh, almost held hostage when it comes to their jobs uh, by, you know, some outside organization, I would think the people need to know. The people need to know and something needs to happen. Because if you've got to start from the very bottom, if you've got to reform DJS, you know, let us know now. Here we're going into another session. Let us know now. And then I would have so many questions. How did it get that way? When did it get that way? Is that why Governor Hogan cut, cut some of the funding? You know, I've, I've got so many questions here when it comes to DJS. Uh, I know I'm not going to get them answered right here, right now. So uh, coming up the next hour, don't forget, we're going to play Who Said That. That's around 1125-ish. You don't just get bragging rights. You also get Maryland scratch-off lottery tickets. And we're also going to talk about uh, Trump and Joe Biden. On The Morning Joe, they had a very interesting uh, clip. And I thought, you know what? You guys should hear this clip. You should guys should hear it. Now, of course, it's MSNBC. But this is what they're putting out there to the audience. You need to know what the other side is learning. Also, on IG, Instagram, I heard a clip about the open border, what that means to minority communities. There are more prominent black figures speaking out from the Democrat Party. You'll hear that coming up next. Hey, it's Bruce Elliott. Tim Kyle Electric is thrilled to announce Tim Kyle Electric is now Tim Kyle Electric Heating and Cooling. They've expanded their expertise to HVAC services. 
Now, for years, they have been a trusted name in the electrical industry, serving residential and commercial clients with excellence and dedication. Now they're proud to bring their wealth of experience and exceptional service to homes that are looking for HVAC services. As the seasons change, it's more important than ever to ensure your home is equipped with reliable heating, ventilation, and air conditioning systems. And with Tim Kyle Electric Heating and Cooling, they're here to cater to your needs, ensuring comfort and peace of mind for you and your family. The cold weather is here, so call Tim Kyle Electric Heating and Cooling for all your electrical and HVAC solutions. Call 410-876-9404, 410-876-9404, or at timkylecompany.com. 410-876-9404, or timkylecompany.com. Tim Kyle Electric Heating and Cooling. WCBM Baltimore is Talk Radio 680 AM and 99.9 FM in Hartford County. Baltimore's listening. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. House Republicans moving ahead with efforts to impeach the top Biden border official. Later this week, a House committee will hold a hearing related to impeachment allegations against Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Republicans claim he has been derelict in his duty of managing the U.S.-Mexico border. Here at the White House, the chief spokesperson said President Biden has confidence in Mayorkas. Karine Jean-Pierre also dismissed the impeachment allegations as a political stunt. Greg Clugston, the White House. Former Vice President Pence warning that the Biden administration's open border policies could result in Hamas-style terror attacks here in America. In a weekend interview with Jerusalem news site AllIsrael.com, Pence says President Biden is putting the American people in danger of allowing foreign terrorists to enter the USA through the virtually unsecured southern border with Mexico. After touring some of the Israeli communities invaded by Hamas terrorists on October 7th, Pence says he found the carnage worse than in any conventional battlefield. He added, this was not the aftermath of war, it was the aftermath of evil. Another enormous government funding bill in the works. Congressional leaders agreeing to a $1.6 trillion package to keep the government going beyond the middle of the month. The Congressional Freedom Caucus not happy with that proposal. It's being applauded, though, by President Biden. It includes $886 billion in defense spending. They've been cleaning up today across parts of New England, buried under more than a foot of snow from that weekend nor'easter. Add to that the ice and the high winds. And heavy rain is expected tomorrow and Wednesday across the northeast. It could unleash flooding in some areas. Out west, parts of the Sierra Nevada got hit by a powerful winter storm over the weekend. Wall Street, the Dow down 96 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. Donald Trump's indictment proves that saving America is not going to be easy. There are entrenched powers that are fighting this with everything they've got. They want to keep control over the country, the narrative, and the nation's money supply. Hi, I'm Lance Wall now. I'm a news analyst, a Christian author, and evangelical leader. I speak to millions of people every week, people just like you. You see, what the elites are doing is using inflation and government handouts and now central bank digital currencies to determine how they're going to control America. And that's why I recommend all Christians start a gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. Because physical precious metals are one of the few ways you can maintain control over your own savings. To get a free info kit on gold IRAs, text the word FAITH to 989898. Birch Gold Group is the only gold company I trust. Get their free info kit and you'll see why a gold IRA can help you. There are no strings attached. Text the word FAITH to 989898. 
to 989898, and you're going to be blessed by taking action right now. Good morning. It's 1103. I'm Maggie Hunter with the latest headlines from the WCBM Maryland News Center. The Frederick County Sheriff's Office says a man has been arrested in connection with the murder of his estranged wife in the parking lot of a giant food store. The sheriff's deputies in Urbana answered a call about a shooting at the Giant Foods on Sugarloaf Parkway on Saturday night. The victim, 33-year-old Tanisha Butler, was pronounced dead at the scene. Police in Aberdeen continue searching for suspects wanted in connection with the shootout at an apartment complex last week. Police answered the call about the shooting at the complex on Pritchard Avenue Thursday night and found damage to several cars and an apartment building. Nobody was hurt and the motive remains under investigation. And motorists in Anne Arundel County received a little good news this weekend when state transportation officials announced repairs to the Maryland 198 bridge are finished. A look at sports and the exclusive WCBM Weather Channel forecast next. Hi, this is Sean Casey. If you're embarrassed to smile or aren't able to eat the foods you enjoy due to loose, broken, or missing teeth, you should call Dr. Ari Moskowitz and his team at Baltimore Periodontics right away to schedule a free 30-minute implant consultation. Even if you've hated going to the dentist your whole life, you'll love Dr. Ari Moskowitz and his team. They're the most talented, compassionate, and caring people you could ask for. And they use sedation techniques to make sure that you're completely relaxed and comfortable during treatment. If you want to have that beautiful smile and healthy mouth that you deserve, they are the experts. They're in-network with a number of medical insurance companies for that life-changing, full-arch, teeth-express, teeth-in-a-day implant treatment, helping to save you thousands of dollars. Call Dr. Ari Moskowitz and his expert team at Baltimore Periodontics, 410-744-6088. That's 410-744-6088. And get started on the road to better health and a happier smile. The Ravens wrapped up the regular season with a 17-10 loss to the Steelers in Week 18. Tyler Huntley started the game under center. He completed 15 of his 28 pass attempts for 146 yards and a touchdown. And the Baltimore Blast had another win this past Friday night against the St. Louis Ambush. And now here's a look at the exclusive WCBM Weather Channel forecast. Gusty winds, heavy rain on the way with this next storm. We're dry, though, today. Partly cloudy, 48. Rain tomorrow, heavy at times. Gusty winds as well, 58 tomorrow. One or two showers Wednesday, 50 Wednesday. I'm meteorologist Terry Smith from the Weather Channel for Talk Radio 680 WCBM. It's 45 in downtown Baltimore, 45 in Halethorpe, and 43 in Columbia. I'm Maggie Hunter, 680 WCBM News. Stay connected and informed. Listen to AM 680 or stream us on your PC, tablet, or phone at WCBM.com. The excitement is real as legal sports betting hits home with BetMGM. Take the winning shot and join the action at WCBM.com or on the WCBM mobile app. It's time to bet, play, and win with BetMGM. King Classic Live starts now on Talk Radio 680, WCBM, and 99.9 FM in Harford County. All right, good morning. Look, if you're just joining us, I really have to ask you today, where the heck have you been? But don't worry, if you ever miss any of the show, you can go to WCBM.com. You can click on the podcast link, go down to Kim Classic Live, you can listen to the show right there. Uh, the shows are archived. And today we had the Resistance Report, which, again, lots of great feedback here. Delegate Kathy Shalega and Delegate Ryan Rocky were in studio at 9.30 a.m. to give us a rundown of what to expect in Annapolis. You know, everybody goes back into session here on Wednesday. And... Uh, 
I have no idea what to expect. But what I will say is I do think that the Republicans are going to really shine this session. And I love the fact that they're coming in and they're uh, answering your questions and letting you know exactly what their concerns are going into Annapolis. And don't forget, the resistance report will be every Monday at uh, 930 a.m., and uh, I think that's just uh, a great addition here to Kim Klasik Live because a lot of you, I know, do have questions. And I focus, I feel as though, a lot on local issues, right, the greater Baltimore area, and then, of course, uh, national issues. But to get some uh, advice and some uh, questions answered uh, in, in regards to what we can do on the state level is always great. And I say advice because, you know, sometimes you don't know who to contact and sometimes you don't know exactly what the legislator is responsible for. Because, trust me, it gets confusing uh, to know what's local, what's not. I mean, do you, even the plastic bag ban. Did you ever think that it would be a county executive, right, that would be uh, banning plastic bags? Like, I would think that that would be on a state state level, right? If you're going to ban plastic bags, you think you would do it all across the state of Maryland. You don't think that it would be up to each jurisdiction. Uh, but that's what they do, right? So it does. It gets confusing at times. Uh, also, what is confusing is that there are still people out there that support President Joe Biden. <laughs> That's very confusing to me. Here's here's what I will say. When it comes to President Trump and Joe Biden, you know, again, I'm not going to talk about whether you're Republican or Democrat. That does not concern me. When it comes to those and comparing the job that they both have done, I would think that it's a no-brainer for anybody to say that Trump did a much better job. I'm not saying that you like Trump. I'm not saying that you love his personality. I'm not saying that he's your guy. You know, you're excited to vote for him. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying let's compare it, right? Let's compare the Biden administration to the Trump administration. Now, I will say the Trump administration had its issues, right? I mean, every other week there was somebody fired. Yeah, there was a lot going on there. We can admit that, right? Uh, But he was making decisions he thought were best, which I agree with. Uh, but not everybody agreed with it. Some people looked at it as, you know, a little chaotic. And I can understand that, too. Trust me, I get it. I get it. I understand people didn't like all of his tweets. But I would always point out and say, look, President Trump tweeting himself. I mean, think about it. That's the most transparent president we've ever had. Right? I mean, whether you thought that he was just, you know, going on a rant and you thought it was, uh, you know, inappropriate at times. Just think about the transparency there. Has there ever been any other president in history that will tell you what's on his mind from possibly, you know, the bathroom in the Oval Office, you know, at maybe 11 p.m. at night? <laughs> no, never. And yes, it's like you're thinking like, OK, this is a, this is a bit much. But t- but when you think about it, it, it was transparency. Right. He was like, look, this is what I'm thinking at this moment. Here's what I think I'm going to do about it tomorrow. You know, and then people would comment. He would read the comments, obviously. Then they would talk about it on whether it was Fox News or Newsmax. He would watch Fox News, especially, you know, uh, what is it, Fox and Friends. And then he would tweet after he saw the reaction from people and from some of the the, uh, reporters or the the anchors. Right. It it, it was so transparent. We don't have that with Joe Biden. I I wonder, does Joe Biden even know what Twitter, formerly Twitter, now X is? I doubt it. I doubt it. All right, before we move on to this uh, topic, it looks like I do have somebody that wants to weigh in uh, when it comes to juveniles and uh, the crimes they commit. I want to make sure we get to this. Phil and Woodlawn. Phil, you wanted to weigh in? Yes. Um, you know, I got in trouble in a stolen car. I uh, got caught in a stolen car at 16. 
And they took us down Central Bolt looking, ultimately. It's the longest, funny story, but anyway, that's what they did. My mother came down to the jail, and I told her that they the bail was going to be $500. That's $50 to get me out. And my mother said, well, I'll uh, see you in court tomorrow, and if they send you away, I'll wave goodbye to you then. And she left me and broke my crime of stealing cars right away. Never did it again. These kids need to be uh, uh, have consequences for stealing the car rather than the police just as well shake your hand and say, hey, great job, good driving, see you later, and let you go. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, Phil, let me ask you this. Because I, I do feel like we're in different times. Because it, it sounds to me that you cared about what your mother thought. You cared about whether or not she's proud of you, whether she was disappointed. I don't know about you, but I feel as though that these kids today could care less about what their parents think of them. They they could care less. And I agree with you because I, I, I always got hurt. Uh, a hurt heart when my mother was said the word, I'm disappointed. Uh, but if the kids are, um, if the parents are just, uh, um, you know, don't care, disappointed, then the system has to show them we're disappointed that you did that. But they're not getting that from anyone. So that's really sad. They're just going to continue because like any child, the, the, the thing that we do is to see how far we can go with it. And once you can get away with it, you do it again and again and again. That's automatic. And that's the way kids are made. So God gave us adults to put us in check, to teach us what we're to do and not do when we're wrong, when we're right. At five years old, I got a beating because I urinated in my pants after school because my aunt was in the restroom. That's a consequence. You mean to say I, if I had stole a car, nothing would have happened to me? That's ridiculous. And if my grandmother hadn't given me a beating that day and my aunt, I probably would have been still doing the bathroom thing in my pants to today, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, I think you would have changed your mind eventually there, Phil. Especially uh-huh. on very cold days. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, Phil, thank you so much for calling in. I agree with you. I hope you have a great day. I mean, Phil's right. There's got to be consequences. And these are, you know, serious crimes. And again, you know, to bring up the resistance report, you heard uh, Delegate Kathy Shalega and Delegate Ryan Iraqi, you know, talking about, you know, the fact that you could steal a gun if it's under $1,000. It still isn't a felony, right? It's like, look, a lot of this is common sense. And, and you know, consequences are necessary. Uh, as we were talking about Trump versus Biden, uh, again, uh, I, I really, I, it's hard for me to understand if anybody thinks the past two or three years was great. Like, it, it is hard for me to see that, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I want you to take a listen because this was on The Morning Joe. Uh, and it basically was uh, MSNBC uh, comparing clips of a Trump rally versus uh, President Joe Biden. I guess, do you call what he does rallies? I don't know. I don't, <laughs> you know, he had an event of his own. Um, but it's interesting how they frame this. And I just want you to hear what some, uh, someone is, if they're watching MSNBC, this is what they're getting as far as their news. Take a listen. For the first time in our history, 
insurrections had come to stop the peaceful transfer, transfer of power in America. Millions of people are storming the United States. When you talk about insurrection, what they're doing, that's, that's the real deal. That's the real deal, not patriotically and peacefully. Trump's mob wasn't a peaceful protest. It was a violent assault. Release the J-6 hostages, Joe. Release them, Joe. Trump's assault on democracy isn't just part of his past. It's what he's promising for the future. Stay in those voting booths. You should stay there and watch. And if you see bags of crap coming into the voting areas, you got to stop it. The legal path just took Trump back to the truth. That I had won the election and he was a loser. We're going to win for the third time. And I just don't want the results of the second. For me and Kamala, our campaign is about America. It's about you. First they say, sir, how do you do it? How do you wake up in the morning and put on your pants? Look at the authoritarian leaders and dictators Trump says he admires. President Xi of China, strong, smart, tough. Putin liked me, I liked, I got along. I got along with Kim Jong-un. Saddam Hussein, and I will say, they hung that sucker and he spit right in their face, but you know, tough guy. When he visited his cemeteries, called dead soldiers suckers. And losers. John McCain, for some reason, couldn't get his arm up that day. Remember, he goes, After all we've been through in our history, from independence to civil war. The civil war was so fascinating, so horrible, because I was uh, reading something, and I said, this is something that could have been negotiated. I refuse to believe that in 2024, we Americans will choose to walk away from what's made us the greatest nation. We're being laughed at all over the world. We're a failing nation. All right, and that's a mashup there from MSNBC's Morning Joe. Now, if you're watching that, right, and you already do not like President Trump and you believe that Biden's doing a great job, if you were watching that, you would continue to believe that. You would believe it so much so that you might actually sign up to campaign for Biden and Harris. And meanwhile, everything there was taken out of context. Everything there, you know, as they put everything together, it's like the editing was crazy on that, right? It's unbelievable. They wanted to sound like that President Trump supports Kim Jong-un and, you know, Putin and Saddam Hussein. It's like, wait, what? That's not even what he was saying. But that's how they played it, right? But then they acted as though that Biden was very coherent, as uh, producer Brian pointed out. It's like there was no bumbling. He didn't stutter. They cut all that out. And this is what we're dealing with. So just understand as we're as we near November. We're dealing with the fact that you've got major media networks putting out edited audio and video like that. It is hard to fight back against. And uh, I will say, I want to know what the RNC's response is going to be. We do have, uh, on the 17th is when I could get her, Madison Jessiato, she's a spokesperson for the RNC. She'll be joining us here at WCBM. And uh, like I said, she's a spokesperson, so she talks to Rhonda McDaniel on a daily basis. So January 17th, she'll join us for quite some time, and we can ask her some questions about what the RNC plans to do get to November. Because we're hearing lie after lie. It's wild. I want to get to uh, Terrell and Oaks Mills. Terrell, you wanted to weigh in on this? Yes, I do. You know I, you know I do. Because, uh, Kim, I heard Donald Trump admit over the weekend that he lost for the first time. And 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 uh, he said that uh, uh, um, if I w- if uh, uh, 
if I was in office, Iran wouldn't be doing what they were do, what, what they're doing. You know, he said, but, uh, but uh, unfortunately, I lost, and, and this, that, and the other. I knew he lost, and he knows that he lost, too, but yet he's out there saying. But, but Joe Biden has landed the economy good. You ever heard of a soft landing? Kim, well, Kim let me ask you this. Do you know what, what, uh, what, what they do to a pilot when, uh, when he lands the plane soft, softly? Do you know what they do? I do not know. They clap for him. Have you ever been on a plane and the, and, and the pilot lands the plane and he lands it softly? You, they, you ever heard that on the plane? They start clapping. No, I fly pri- oh. quite a bit too. I, I'm not, but I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it happens. And and, and Kim, you know what? I'm going to give Joe Biden uh, um, uh, a hand for landing this economy softly because I hear Maria Bartiroma on that show. Larry, jump in here, Larry. Larry, jump in here. You know what? And when Larry jumps in there, Larry says, Maria, I'm making money. I'm making large money in my portfolio. And, and, she, and then she jumps away from him and, Steve Moore, jump in here. Jump in here. And then Steve Moore says, how about no? I'm making money too, Maria. And see, this is why I know. Do you, do you watch Fox News over the weekend? You said you do. I watch it occasionally, not okay. as much anymore. Okay, okay, but I know, I know, because you don't want to hear this. From the Fox News, this is what they're saying, Kim. And, and another thing I heard, Kim, you know another thing I heard? I heard that African-American workers, unemployment rate for African-Americans is the lowest it's ever been in history. Okay? So what about when Donald Trump was, and then on top of that, he was saying Hispanic workers are working, uh, uh, African-American workers are working. Kim, why didn't he win? Why didn't he win if he was so successful? Why didn't he win? And another thing, Kim. Nothing, Kim. He did not pardon his patriots. That's what I. That's what I. He didn't pardon his patriots that that went up on Capitol Hill and died for him that day. Ashley Babbitt died for Donald Trump, and I don't hear a daggone word about it. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Terrell. Have a great afternoon. All right, coming up next, I'm going to play some audio that's going to respond to Terrell and everything he just said. I don't even have to speak. I don't even have to speak. This is a prominent figure in the black community has a podcast and he's talking about the difference between Joe Biden and President Trump. And so I don't even have to respond to any of that. This just takes the weight off my shoulder. And also coming up next, we will also play who said that stay right there. Nothing can be more frustrating than working hard your entire life, saving as much as possible. Then watching your money go down right before retirement. Mike Kinnett, Ryan Herbert, and the team at ProStatus Financial can help. They're going to sit down with you personally to create a complete retirement plan, which includes the 401k x-ray, income analyzer, tax planning analysis, and estate plan review. This is up to a $2,500 value, and it's complimentary for the next five callers who have at least $500,000 saved for retirement. Congratulations. You've done a great job of saving. Now, call 866 877-1040 and let the team at ProStatus Financial help you protect, grow, and distribute your wealth in the most tax-efficient manner possible. Call ProStatus Financial today at 866-597-1040. That's 866-597-1040. Advisory services offered through ProStatus Group LLC, a registered investment advisor, insurance license in Maryland. Glenn Burney Transmissions and Jim Jennings Transmissions have joined together to make sure that no matter where you are in Baltimore, you can choose the best when it comes to your transmission. Both companies have been in business for over half a century, and it's about time that the two premier transmission service companies have teamed up. Whether it's a new 
used, rebuilt, or remanufactured transmission for hundreds less than the dealers, look no further than either Glen Burnie Transmissions or Jim Jennings Transmissions. You'll get the same courteous, professional, and expert service from both companies. Free area towing and financing available. Call Glen Burnie Transmissions, 410-766-8500 or gbt-online.com or Jim Jennings Transmissions, 410-686-6700 or jjt-online.com. Glenn Burney Transmissions and Jim Jennings Transmissions, the best team in Baltimore. Maryland Elite Firearms in Finksburg is family-owned and operated for over 30 years. You'll always receive friendly and courteous service at Maryland Elite. They stock all your favorite manufacturers and have a large selection of firearms, ammo, and accessories. Great prices at MarylandEliteFirearms.com. Shop local. Live Late Night Radio is alive and well on WCBM. Hi, I'm Frank Morano, and I want to bring you to the other side of midnight from 1 to 5 a.m. every Monday through Friday, where you'll get to hear about some of the news that did make it to the front page. My show also features celebrity interviews, in-depth discussion of pop culture, humorous stories from my own life. Join me dark and early from 1 to 5 a.m. for a live overnight party called The Other Side of Midnight, only on WCBM 680. Oh, yeah. Little Neo there. All right. We're just joined by Terrell on the phone. And Terrell, you're not going to get my blood pressure up today. No, nope. Not today, Satan. Okay, <laughs> I'm not doing it. But what I do have for you here, and don't forget, we're going to play Who Said That here coming up in a minute. What I do have for you here is uh, some audio from the Quote Goats podcast. Uh, now, this is a black gentleman that has over millions of followers, and this particular clip has over 3 million views. And he is he is comparing what Joe Biden ran for office on versus what President Trump did in office. Take a listen. Democrats call Trump a racist for his build that wall policy. Build that wall. Build that wall. Biden pretty much ran on the fact that he would not build another segment. There will not be another foot of wall constructed on my administration. We will not build a wall. Instead, we will build an economy where everyone who wants a good job can get one. And New York City is a sanctuary city. They said, come one, come all. We want people to come here, despite where they came from or despite the circumstances that drove them to this country and to this state. We see, say you are welcome here with open arms. We'll not only house you, but we'll protect you. We are all in this together. We're not like those who are sending people away during their time of need. And this is how that's going. The children of migrant families shipped north on buses provided by Texas and Florida. More than 110,000 migrants have arrived in New York, and now a dire warning from Democratic Mayor Eric Adams. I don't see an ending to this. This issue will destroy New York City. What I live it. If you're going to leave your country, go somewhere else. With a surge in illegal crossings, the Biden administration has announced it is waiving more than two dozen federal laws to add on to the border wall in southern Texas. You could be woke and virtue signal all over the place as much as you want. But when it hits the fan, you might just look like a hypocrite. All right. And that was the Quote Goats podcast. As you can probably hear there, that gentleman is black. And he is in the suburbs of Chicago, and he has had enough with the open border. Now, of course, Terrell did point out a lot of different things, and we don't even have to get into it, because we already know that a lot of it is, you know, irrelevant. But 
now this is what's happening. You've got people in these so-called sanctuary cities, many of them minorities, many of them black, that are dealing with the fallout from what the Democrats decided to do in regards to the border. Joe Biden, as you heard there, ran on keeping the border wide open, not finishing the wall. And what did that result in? All those sanctuary cities now have to deal, even our southern border states, they now have to deal with all of the migrants, the illegal migrants, that are just hanging out in their city streets. They're getting housing. They're getting health care. They're getting priority when it comes to education. Some of them are being put in the best classes. And guess who's taking the back seat? The taxpayers. Many of them black. So, Terrell, you can call me and tell me how Trump is so awful and how Biden is so great. But you might be one of the only black people that has yet to wake up to see what's really going on. Because it is happening. It's happening across this country. Black people are no longer going to be taken for granted. And they're no longer going to allow the Democrat Party to exploit them. It is coming, whether you like it or not. I want to go ahead and play Who Said That? Uh, If you're just joining us for the first time. What you'll do is you'll take a listen to this audio clip, and then you'll call me. You can't text or email. You'll call me, and you'll tell me exactly who said it. And, uh, you know, from there, not only do you get bragging rights, but you also get Maryland scratch-off lottery tickets. Take a listen. In fact, that was the hardest part of the entire military service, being away from show business all day. That, that was the hardest part of all. It wasn't the Army. It wasn't the other men. It was that. It stayed on my mind. I kept thinking about the past all the time, contemplating the future. All right, who said that? The, you know what? This is good. This is good. Brian, the producer, never fails. I love it. Who said that? 410-WCBM-680. 410-922-6680. Call in. Oh, my gosh. I Look, so I actually know who said that. And, you know, I'll just go ahead and tell you. Because believe it or not, I when I saw this individual when he was younger, I had the biggest crush, the biggest crush on this person. Who said that? 410-WCBM-680, 410-922-6680. Again, when it comes to Joe Biden versus President Trump, there's no comparison. And when you add on top of it, yes, President Trump wanted to build the wall. And guess what? He was a genius for that. And so here we did not build the wall. We took some of it down under Joe Biden, and now we have a mess, okay? The Democrat Party is very good at some of these self-inflicted messes. And so now you've got New York City Mayor Eric Adams, which you heard there in that clip. Just, what, a year and a half ago, he was saying, we're a sanctuary city, we welcome everybody, we love everyone. Now he's saying, you know what, being a sanctuary city is going to destroy New York. Life comes at you fast, doesn't it? Meanwhile, Republicans have been saying from the very beginning, it's a terrible policy to leave the border wide open. They didn't want to listen. They didn't want to listen. All right, coming up next, we'll get a winner for Who Said That? 410-WCBM680. That's 410-922-6680. You know who said it. Even I know, so I know you know. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason. Pursuing his latest shuttle diplomacy mission in the Mideast, Secretary of State Blinken is in the United Arab Emirates. He'll then travel to Saudi Arabia, and it's back to Israel tonight, hoping to keep the Israel-Hamas war from expanding into a wider regional conflict. Defense Secretary Austin remains in the hospital amid controversy over why the Pentagon kept his hospital stay under wraps for several days, not telling high-ranking Biden administration officials or Congress.
Dr. Anthony Fauci back on Capitol Hill. The former White House chief medical advisor is behind closed doors for a transcribed interview by members of the House panel on the COVID-19 pandemic. And the first American lunar lander in more than 50 years, now on its way to the moon. On Wall Street, the Dow is down 78 points and NASDAQ up 162 points. More details at srnnews.com. It's obvious the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. And you should, too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $200 on each three-month food kit you purchase. My Patriot Supply also sells solar generators, gravity-powered water filters, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship that same day and arrive quickly on your doorstep in unmarked boxes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com Today is the calm before the storm. Heavy rain and gusty winds starting tomorrow into tomorrow night. But today, we're dry. Partly cloudy, 48. Tomorrow, widespread rain, 1 to 2 inches of rain. Possible flooding is a concern. Windy day as well, 58. Wednesday, though, only a slight chance of a shower, 50 the high. I'm meteorologist Terry Smith from the Weather Channel. For Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Looking for a career you'll love with flexibility, great pay, and benefits, and one of the country's top workplaces? Join the growing team at Progressive Insurance. Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. (sighs) Life of a small business owner. Keeping the lights on. Calling all the shots. Checking all the boxes. But don't be fooled by all that income. It's still about waking up too early, interrupting your life with that thing that is your small business. And then there's workplace accidents. People are busy, they're distracted, they're tired, and they always have something new to deal with. 500-degree ovens, fresh concrete in a three-foot trench, relentless thorns in a bouquet of bougainvilleas, rusty nails, clouds of sawdust. Danger lurks around every corner. What are workers going to do? How can your employees feel like they're covered in case of an accident? Despite your best efforts, workplace accidents can happen. But there is an easy way to keep your employees covered. Talk to your agent about workers' comp coverage from Pi or go to piinsurance.com and get a quote. Safety first, then Pi Insurance. Individual rates, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to policy terms and conditions. Not available in all states and situations. Turf Alley Resort is your perfect destination for conferences, executive meetings, and corporate retreats. Offering a variety of event spaces, 172 hotel rooms and suites, two championship golf courses, full-service restaurant, and spa. Work with our experienced team of catering and event planners to meet all of your needs. Visit turfalley.com or call for 410-465-1500. Turf Valley is centrally located in the Baltimore-Washington corridor as Maryland's premier event venue. Their products and services for small businesses, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. The views and opinions you hear on Talk Radio 680, WCBM and WCBM.com are not necessarily those of the owners, management, employers and advertisers of WCBM. But they should be. 
you like the way that sounds? All right. We are playing Who Said That? And even I know the answer. This is crazy because a lot of times I don't know the answer. And uh, we got to give credit where credit's due. Brian, the producer, does a great job with this show every single day. He didn't ask for it. It was my idea. And then I was just like, oh, I think I can find something. I don't know. And he goes, all right, Cam, just hand it over. If you think you know who said it, uh, every time you have to call in, you cannot just email or text me because you get bragging rights and scratch-off lottery tickets. We'll go ahead and play the audio clip and then go head to the phone line. In fact, that was the hardest part of the entire military service, being away from show business all the time. That, that was the hardest part of all. It wasn't the Army. It wasn't the other men. It was that. It stayed on my mind. I kept thinking about the past all the time, contemplating the future. Oh, who said that? I got Brian and Trappa. Brian, who do you think said that? Hey, Kim, how you doing? Good. That was Elvis Presley. It was Elvis Presley, yes. Yeah. Woo! We got to hold on, Brian. We got to take a listen here. Lord Almighty, I feel my temperature rising. I actually know these songs. <laughs> I love it. Well, Brian, congratulations. You absolutely won. You got bragging rights. You got scratch-off lottery tickets. The only thing I ask is if you win big and you buy something great, uh, just call us and let us know so we can live life through you. Because I, you know, I can't buy anything great right now, Brian, but you might be able to. Will do, and thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs> Brian, <laughs> congratulations. Oh, man, Elvis Presley. You know, I was thinking uh, during the break there, you know, I guess, you know, in my generation, we didn't really get an Elvis Presley, huh? You know, Elvis Presley, I, I always, I looked back at his, whether it was like uh, the movies that he was in, the videos, uh, the photos that he has, you know, still online. And I hate that some people try to like do the AI version of Elvis Presley. Like, just leave him alone. He was already really cute, right? He was already attractive. You don't have to like pump up the lips more or do, you know, make him t- more tan. Elvis Presley was already a hottie, okay? I hate this whole AI thing. Well, anyways, I was thinking about who was the Elvis Presley of, of my time? I don't think we had one. You know, when I was growing up, many of us, uh, we loved Justin Timberlake, right? Uh, with NSYNC, obviously the Backstreet Boys. But if you think about it, they're still, they were still nothing like Elvis Presley. Like, Elvis was more manly, Justin, you know, Nick Lachey from 98 Degrees, you know, the pop music was more like, I'm not saying that they were feminine, I, they just weren't Elvis, you know what I mean? <sighs> I wonder if we'll ever have music back to a time where you had stars like like Elvis Presley, or even, you know, are we ever going to get another Michael Jackson? I don't think we will. Will we get another Prince? I don't think we will. Yeah, I think about this all the time. Like, the generation today, they have no idea what good music sounds like. <laughs> They've got no clue. They don't have the rap pack. They've got nothing. Oh, man. I know they're probably thinking that their music is great, but look, we know better. We know better. Well, anyways, uh, speaking of feminine, I'm just kidding. Did you guys realize Mayor Brandon Scott, and I didn't beat up on him really at all today. But Mayor Brandon Scott, he's, he shared a picture of his baby, and it is the cutest little boy you've ever seen. Just absolutely adorable. But he named him Charm. This little boy's name is Charm. I, <laughs> I don't know. Am I just really old school? I, or maybe that's what, Maybe I'm sexist. I don't know. But Charm? I would think, like, maybe a little girl named Charm. I, you know what? I don't even think that's a good name at all. But it's a boy. Named Charm. That's a good way to get beat up. I, 
<laughs> Look, I think of those things, right? I think of those things like, you know, the way, you know, name your kids. And there's a lot in a name. And I, I told you guys this before. My dad would talk about that often. He was like, look, yeah, there's a lot that goes in your name. Your name's Kimberly for a reason. You know, it's like that's just, just how it is. And I hear a lot of unique names today. And I just think like, but where are you going with that name? Right. Are you going to be the executive over at IBM with the name Charm? Right. Are you going to be the next president of the United States? Charm Scott. You know, but, <laughs> I mean, I guess it's possible. Right. We had Barack Obama. I, 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 just, I don't know. I think about those things all the time. There's a lot to be said about your name. Uh, I guess I am old school. I need to, you know, I need to get into this century, I guess. It's just me. But when I heard the name Charm and I saw that cute little boy, I thought, now that he's going to get bullied. I already know it. I can see it a mile away. I really do. Well, I'm going to say a prayer for Charm. Because I don't don't want anything to happen to him. He's so cute. If you haven't seen it, Mayor Scott did post pictures on his social media platforms, Facebook and uh, Twitter, uh, I guess X now. Uh, You can see it on Instagram as well. This little boy is so adorable. So adorable. All right. I did want to talk a little bit about, you know, I'm going to go into the uh, Lauren Boebert story, I think, at this moment. Uh, So Lauren Boebert, as you guys know, in Colorado, She's running for a different district this time around. So she's in District 3, and she only won by about 600 votes last time. And that was in, you know, midterms there in 2022. And she talked about how there were a lot of Republicans that supported the Democrat over her because they didn't really like her. And look, if you are going to be an America First patriot on Capitol Hill, just already know people are not going to like you, okay? And look, your constituents are going to love you. But your colleagues are going to hate your guts. And we heard a lot about this from Congressman Matt Gates, right? Remember, they even, I guess they swung on him in one of the closed-door meetings. They're going to hate you. They're going to hate you for standing up for your constituents. Just go ahead and get that in your mind. And so you got to just make sure you don't fold, right? You, you've got to be able to take the punches. Well, anyway, speaking of punches, over the weekend, Congressman Lo- Congresswoman Lauren Bobart uh, was at an event, and apparently her ex-husband showed up at the event. Now, this is on the heels of the fact that we know she's now lo- no longer running in Colorado's District 3. She has changed her mind, and she's running in Colorado's District 4. Now, I already told you that I personally am not so excited about it. I think that that is a very selfish thing to do, because now District 3, as she's walking away from it, uh, no matter who the Republican is there, they're not going to beat that Democrat, right? He was only 600 votes away last time around. He's already raised over a million dollars for that seat, and there are a lot of people that are helping him. The DNC is very excited about flipping that seat, right? That's gone. Just go ahead and, and get in your mind that we no longer have that seat, okay? So she knows this, and so to avoid losing to that Democrat, uh, Adam Frisch is his name, by the way, if you want to look him up. Instead of losing to that Democrat, she decided she's going to go ahead and run in Colorado's District 4. Now, this seat is being vacated by Congressman Ken Buck. Ken Buck is a very good friend of Speaker, uh, Ke- former Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Uh, he's what I call establishment. And he was very upset with the fact that they ousted Speaker McCarthy and that uh, Lord Bobert and others were, you know, I guess, you know, kind of on that bandwagon. Now, when, when Speaker McCarthy was ousted, if you noticed, Lauren Boebert actually voted to keep uh, Speaker McCarthy there because that's when she finally realized that in Colorado, Colorado's District 3, 
uh, McCarthy could get her out of that seat and make sure that she loses, right? That's when it, I guess it all hit her, even though we had been talking about that beforehand. So when it was time to vote to oust him out completely, she voted differently, right, than before. Well, anyways, a little too late, okay? The damage was already done. McCarthy already has a target on her back. He does not want her in office at all. From my understanding, same thing with Congresswoman Nancy Mace uh, in South Carolina, and there's a few others on McCarthy's hit list, is what he's calling it. So now you got Laura Bobert, who's moving over to Colorado's District 4 because the seat will be vacated. Now, of course, this is a very red district. She will have no problem winning if she is the nominee. Right? It's kind of like Baltimore. Once the, once the primary is over, it's over. Well, now, fast forward to this weekend, uh, she had Congresswoman Lori Boebert had an event in her district. Obviously, there's a lot of fundraising that's going on. But here's the uh, headline here on the Daily Mail. It says, Lori Boebert denies punching her ex-husband in the nose twice after he made lewd advances at a restaurant in her district, but admits putting hand on his face to keep him back. Now, this is not the first time we heard about Congresswoman Lauren Boebert and having a scene publicly. Don't don't forget, in the musical theater, there was a little, you know, grabby action. I don't even know what you could... What do you call that, Brian? I don't, I don't know what you call it. There's a, a lot of PDA. It was over the top. It was stuff that you would do in the privacy of your home. Not in public whatsoever. And definitely not in the musical theater. Alright? We'll just put it that way. It's a, freaking, it's a family-friendly show. We'll put it that way. Well, anyways, that video came out, and even though at that time, remember, she denied anything happening in that musical theater. She said she was not vaping, as some pregnant woman that was sitting behind her said that she was. She asked her to stop. She then said, the pregnant woman said, Laura Bobert turned around and told her, I will not stop. I don't care. Then she was getting, you know, a little, you know, feely touchy, I guess you could say, with her date. She said that didn't happen. There were some people that were complaining that she had her phone out and all this other stuff. And in this huge musical theater that everybody was there to see Beetlejuice. And she said, no, it just denied the whole thing. Said it never happened. Well, not even a day later, the video came out. And everything she said that didn't happen absolutely happened. And it was all caught on camera. And it looked like the musical theater couldn't wait to release the video to show that Laura Boebert was lying. Okay? So now you've got Laura Boebert denying punching her ex-husband in the face, uh, twice in the nose to be exact. Uh, but she did admit to putting her hands on uh, Jason Boebert, is the ex-husband's name. Uh, to keep him back before he called 911. It just, this is a nightmare. Okay? And look, this could be all on her ex. She could be at this event, and it sounds like he came, he showed up at the event. And here's the story. Apparently, she, you know, they have split custody now. Trust me, that's never fun. But so she gets, she goes to pick up the kids from Jason that morning. According to Jason Bobert, they had a fight. And uh, he said he was in the wrong. So he showed up at the event to apologize to her. <laughs> okay, Jason. You know what I mean? Like, why would you then bring it to the restaurant? Right? Like, like, why wouldn't you wait until the next time you had, like, you know, the custody swap or something? I don't know. Anyways, he shows up at the restaurant. He goes in, according to Jason, he goes in to apologize for yelling at her earlier. She gets upset as soon as she sees him, right? Because, of course, they just had a fight. So, for her, it's like on site at this point. It's like, oh, my gosh, what is he doing here? They get into this fight. She denies punching him. 
I, look, I don't want to say this family's ghetto, but I'm getting the feeling <laughs> there's a lot going on here. <laughs> All right. And we need that seat. And so I'm just I'm looking at this now and I think, all right, she's already filed to run in District 4. We talked about it before. I feel like it's a very selfish move. I actually have I know somebody in Colorado's District 4 that wanted to run for that seat. He now doesn't want to run because Lauren Boebert has filed. And he says, well, she has more name recognition and she's already uh, you know, got some money in her coffers. He said, but at the same time, I don't know if people are going to vote for her. You know, because of all the things that are surrounding her. And I I would agree. Now, again, this is a very red district. But this could be a situation where an independent could jump in this race. It might give Lord Boebert, you know, a little bit of competition there. It could also be a situation where Lord Boebert, an America First patriot, has in her primary an establishment Republican who actually does well and beats her because of all the drama. Do you want an establishment Republican in that seat? I don't. So then what do you have? You have two seats in Colorado, one that's going to be a Democrat, and the other possibly an establishment Republican that votes with Democrats anyways. I'm over it, okay? And I'm somebody that likes Lauren. I just, <laughs> I'm so over it. And I know, you know it's not something that if you want to weigh in, you can. But I, I just I look at this and I, I think, why be so selfish? I said before... Look, what she did in the musical theater, to me, it was above and beyond. Especially, she's somebody that goes to turning point events. She talks about family values. She talks about the fact that uh, nobody should, you know, be doing anything sexually in front of any children or anything like that, which I agree with. Uh, But there were kids in this musical theater. And so, unfortunately, that goes against what she was preaching, right? And so, turning point, believe it or not, they, they dropped her from the roster, She's not allowed now to speak at turning point events uh, because of what happened in that theater. So my thing was, okay, you lose this seat in Colorado's third district. You go take a timeout, right? You ever see that? Where people walk away and they come back reinvented, you know, two or three years later. And everybody gives them another chance. And then, you know, you're back in office. That's what Madison Cawthorn is about to do. He's already moved to Florida. There's a seat that I heard that he's going to run for. Madison Cawthorn, remember, uh, he was in North Carolina. He, you know, he he talked a lot of trash about uh, Kevin McCarthy and uh, Senator Mitch McConnell. And he lost his primary. Why? Because they primaried him. This is what I said before. McCarthy, one of the most uh, powerful people, I think, in this country. He could take you out in a drop of a hat. Okay? And so if you are on his hit list... I would think that it would be in your best interest to just take a time out, even if it was just for two years. I'm not saying it has to be four years, just two years. Well, anyways, here's what might happen. I said I just wanted to bring it to you. We're probably going to most likely lose that seat in the third district, and then we're going to we're going to possibly not have a, a America First candidate in the fourth district either. And so we need more people to vote along the lines of President Trump. Now, some people are probably thinking, well, Kim, you don't know if Trump is going to win. I understand, but I am very hopeful that Trump will get in the Oval Office. And if we need people to uh, um, compliment what it is he's trying to accomplish, then we need people like Lauren Boebert there, or at the very least, we need America first patriots, right? That's what we need. Otherwise, we're not getting a border wall. We're not getting anything else that we really have on our wish list that President Trump talks about all the time. 
And even right now, it's a very slim majority in the House. We do not have the majority in the Senate. People are hopeful that we will flip the Senate as Republicans. We shall see. We shall see. I don't know. I just wanted to put that there because I thought, as soon as I saw the story, it was, again, the Daily Mail. I was like, are you kidding me? Are you joking me? And you know what? I'm, I'm willing to put a lot of this on the husband. Why did he show up there? Why would he go to this restaurant where he knows she was? To do what? <sighs> it just is frustrating. All right, coming up next, I do have an audio clip I want to play for you here. Uh, tomorrow, we are going to talk a little bit about uh, the protest for the trans person in Hartford County. I'm probably going to open the show tomorrow with that. And then I also want to talk about the plan to move Pimlico, the racetrack. Uh, we did not get to that, but I think there's some great audio that I do want to put alongside it. Uh, so we'll talk about that tomorrow as well. But coming up next, uh, I wanted you to hear this audio because there is this... This consensus amongst white liberals that uh, feel as though that black people are just fine with other black people that commit crime and shootings and murders. Uh, I just I just want to you know give this wake up call here. We are not fine with it. OK, we don't agree with it. We don't like those people either. The black Americans participating in drive by shootings. Call them what they are. We don't like it either. We'll discuss coming up next. to experience one of the world's biggest, boldest ships and cruise the tropics with me, Bruce Elliott, this October 27th, 2024, you can get on board and travel the best overall cruise ship, the Symphony of the Seas. Join me for a WCBM Radio week of adventures on deck with world-class entertainment, including Broadway favorite Hairspray. Enjoy pool day bliss under the sun, gourmet dining from Italy to Wonderland, and of course, a cocktail party on board and drinks are on me. Memories have been made on the shores of Nassau, the space coast of Port Canaveral, and Royal Caribbean's private island, Coco Cay. Come join Royal Caribbean and myself on Symphony of the Seas for seven wonderful nights and glorious days in the warm sun. Call 410-825-9887 for questions or reservations. That's 410-825-9887. All aboard! Features may vary by ship. All itineraries are subject to change without notice. Ships Registry, The Bahamas. Are you Stouffer Legal safe? Have you viewed Stouffer Legal's online webinar where they teach you how to keep your stuff and the control of your stuff in your family and not under the control of doctors, courts, and lawyers? Have you scheduled your free estate planning consultation with a Stouffer Legal attorney who will learn about you and your family situation and discover whether your estate plan is all set to accomplish your objectives? Stouffer Legal removes the mystery from estate planning by teaching you how to protect your stuff while you're here and your loved ones after you've gone. And they offer free consultations with an experienced attorney who will lay out your planning options so that you can choose which estate plan is right for you and your loved ones. Go to PlanBaltimore.com to view their estate planning webinar. Then request your free estate planning consultation. Take the next step towards peace of mind and family protection. Visit PlanBaltimore.com today. That's PlanBaltimore.com so you can be Stouffer Legal safe. Progressive Insurance is making it easy to save money. When you bundle your auto policy with home, condo, or renters, you'll earn a multi-policy discount. Easy to bundle, easy to save. Visit Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. Is foot pain keeping you from living the life you love? Hi, it's Jonathan Cotton with the Good Feet Store, and life is too short to be living with foot, knee, or back pain. When all four arches in your feet are supported, the results can be amazing. Go to Goodfeet.com to make your appointment today. 
The Rob Carson Show. China sucks. They have to steal everything. The people in charge pretty much suck. They have no good ideas, and they have to steal it from us. I mean, the only thing they lead on is solar technology, which is already dead. EVs that they're trying to push on us because they have some slaves in southern Africa that they can pay pennies a day to get the precious metals. But as far as being really innovative, world-leading, communist China, not exactly. The Rob Carson Show, weekdays, noon to 3, on Talk Radio 680 WCVM. got an email here and thank you so much carol in pasadena she said it's elvis's birthday today and then brian the producer was like yeah that's why i picked it nobody said anything <laughs> i had no idea happy birthday elvis of course he was a capricorn like yours truly of course of course of course all right i wanted to bring this audio to you not not because it's anything that i think anybody that listens to the show does but i i want to better understand why so many white liberals feel as though that they have to rescue and save black people. Because I, 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 I truly want to understand what it is. I really do. Because oftentimes, and this is what Malcolm X referred to uh, so many years ago. You know, he talked about the fact that the worst thing for the black community is the, is the white liberal, which I do believe. Okay. If you ever listen to the policies or anything like that, it's like they use black people and they say, well, this is better for black and brown people. Meanwhile, the policy they're talking about, case in point, bike lanes, right? <laughs> it's just a policy they want to see, uh, you know, and a law that they want to pass. And, and and so it's like, okay, there's nothing about bike lanes. And this is why I hate about the bike mafia here in Baltimore. They say bike lanes are going to help the brown and black people in Baltimore City. Brown and black people in Baltimore City aren't riding in the bike lanes. They're not riding bikes, okay? But they use the minorities to push their narrative and their agenda. And then that way, if anybody says, oh, that doesn't make any sense, then they can say, well, you're a racist, right? And it's just like, enough is enough. I, you know. So anyways, this guy, he genuinely, you're going to hear this audio here for a second. This guy genuinely thinks that calling out a drive-by shooting in which he was in, uh, calling out the shooters for the race in which they are, is uh, awful is awful and racist. Okay? Take a listen to this audio, and then I'm going to chat about it. Take a listen. Were the people who shot me three times black? Um, this is a question I wasn't going to dignify with an answer, but you know what? I think it's an important one to address, and a lot of people on TikTok and in person ask me this. I think most people asking this question already have an answer in their head that they're looking for. But there was a lot of black people involved in the night of my shooting. The woman who stayed by my side and risked her own life to make sure that she could compress my wounds and keep me alive through the night happened to be a black woman. The first doctor in the hospital who gave me hope that I was going to be okay from all of my injuries was a black man. And the guy who I started a charity with to help out other trauma survivors going through the same things that we went through also happened to be black. So to my knowledge, yeah, the shooters might have been black, but the heroes in my life afterwards, many of them fell into that same bucket. So stop using stories like mine to divide the population because skin color doesn't determine somebody's character. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Look here. Uh, look, no, skin color doesn't mean a thing here. But guess what? He could have answered the question. Somebody asked him, were the shooters black? He could have said yes. Meanwhile, there were a bunch of comments in the section from black people saying, so the short answer is yes. You got shot by black people in a drive-by? <laughs> look, just so you know, we black people, we don't like those black people either that are participating in drive-by shootings, okay? 
golf for what it is. I guess, you know, is this what they think? They're like, oh, we're going to divide the country. No! No, you're not. Call them out. We don't like them. Lock them up. Get them out of our neighborhoods. We don't like them at all. All right. I just wanted to bring that to your attention. The white knights, I call them. All right. Tomorrow, we are going to talk about the trans person in the protest. Brian, as always, thank you for a great show. I'll talk to all of you tomorrow at 9 a.m. We all know confidence in the economy is being crushed under Biden. It's more important than ever to protect the value of your greatest lifetime achievement, your home. Unfortunately, many people accept less for their non-updated homes. If you could live in Maryland and would like to sell your home, you could make tens of thousands of dollars more by hiring an expert to upgrade and sell it with no upfront cost to you. Renovation Real Estate will increase your home's value to attract competitive buyers, and you'll pay no money out of pocket for the renovations. As a licensed real estate agent, Agency and general contractor, they help homeowners make $20,000 or more in extra profit by attracting buyers with appealing home updates. They fix it, they sell it. You profit. Don't miss out on profiting more from all your years of hard work. Call Sean Holden at 410 724 1199 or visit online at renovationrealestate.com. That's 410 724 1199 or renovation.realestate, MHIC 118795.